an epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 That's right. We're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there with an unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road after protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And VJ, we have news. What up? It is time to welcome our new affiliate, the new 106.1 The Ticket from my hometown of New Orleans, Louisiana. Another Whoa. one? This is back-to-back weeks. Another one. Another one? You Another guys like one. us that much? Okay. They are ran by Cumulus Media Market Manager Pat Galloway and Program Director Jason Ginty. It's a huge win for them, so welcome. New 106.1 The Ticket in New Orleans to the Fox Sports Radio family, and you know what? I may be down there doing shows soon. You know, I just was down yeah, there in New hey, Orleans this week. Why not? Also, too, shout out to y'all. Best food city. I tell I've lived in Miami. I've lived in D.C., New York, L.A. The best food city in America, and it's not even close. See, the thing it's is. It's not even close. First of all, you're right. Congratulations. Goodness gracious. You're starting the show down with there? a great take. Oh, my you cannot gracious. find a Ooh. bad restaurant in New Orleans. You know what the bad restaurants in New Orleans are, VJ? Uh, closed. <laughs> That's what happened. They're closed. <laughs> They're closed, as they should be, man. Gator, that gumbo down there, Willie's Fried Chicken on Canal. I, I ate there three times when I was down there, pouring out on a cruise for my honeymoon. Willie's Fried Chicken, man, the oysters, when they grill them, Martin, they grill the oysters, dog, and then put garlic and cheese over them. Are you kidding me? Bro, Don't do that to people. I had some char-grilled oysters Ooh. on Wednesday. Dog. I almost, I almost shed a tear. Man. Man, man, man. So congratulations to you guys. Welcome in 106.1 in New Orleans. The ticket. Let's go. 
So, VJ, we also have some news as we watch Xavier Worthy, the replay of this. He sets a new combined record for the 40-yard dash, 4-2-2 in the 40-yard for the wide receiver out of Texas. Uh, you know, we'll see how that plays out. You know, It has not necessarily been a bellwether of success in the NFL necessarily in terms of how fast you run the 40, but everybody was surprised, including new Raiders head coach Antonio Pierce, who gave a little clap at the end. But a lot of the combine stories – I'm sorry, 4.21 for Xavier Worthy. Yeah. My bad, homeboy. Let me not take away that hundredth of a second. You earned it, brother. Don't. I would not, not for sprinters. No, you earned it. <laughs> Do not take that point anything away. They want it all. But uh, one of the bigger stories to me from the combine has been, unfortunately, who's not participating in the combine between Caleb Williams just going for his interviews, Jaden Daniels out of LSU, and Malik Neighbors deciding that they're going to do a lot of the work and measurements at Pro Days. DJ, this is a, a thing that is going through the NFL, and it's. I, I read an article today that phrased it as the opt-out generation. Yeah, I saw that. Right now we are seeing, uh, you know, I mean, the combine, let's be honest, it, it's, it's a meeting, right? And it's now televised, you know, on NFL Network 24-7 as we're sitting here watching it as we speak. But what do you make of guys like Caleb Williams, Jaden Daniels, guys who we all expect to be gone before pick number 10 in the, in the, NFL, in the NFL draft, opting out, deciding, you know what, we're not going to do this in Indianapolis. We're just going to go and, uh, and do interviews interviews and, uh, and meet with teams two different ways I feel about first of all let me say about the drive about the combine I love the combine I'm just that football geek football nerd I've watched every minute of the combine so far up until coming into the studio today and I'll watch it repeatedly as I prep for the draft so I get why they do it it does matter people that go to combine doesn't matter that's not true it does matter now does it matter for Caleb Williams my opinion no does it matter for Marvin Harrison Jr., no. Another opt-out. No, no. Does it matter for Jaden Daniels? No. When you're being talked about, and it's almost kind of in concrete, that you're going to go top five before the combine gets here, there, there is nothing more that you should have to feel like you have to show. Now, other players that are trying to move up, trying to get into the first round, get out of that fourth round grade that's going to perform at the combine and still go work out, get ready, and then still have a pro day and still go work out for teams leading up to the draft. It's not over today or by pro day. But when you're a guy like Caleb Williams, Marvin Judd, these opt-out guys, I, I don't have as much as a problem with it as some other people do. But this also speaks back to now player empowerment, and especially NIL. Caleb Williams has already made, from what we've I've been reporting read, twelve million some odd dollars with NIL with two years at USC. So he's not financially thirsty. You know what I'm saying? So sure. he knows he's not financially thirsty right now. To I, I'll go anywhere. I'll do anything you want me to do. I'll I'll work out anytime a team calls. Hey, manager, agent. Hey, anybody calls? Yes, I'll work out. Work out. Work out. Work out. Work out. When you have that type of finance already stability, to me, that takes away a little bit of the, hey, let me let me still compete. Let me still go show out, Mar. You know what I'm saying? Let me still compete. Because this is still competing, whether you think oh, it yeah. is or it's not. This is still competing. So it speaks to, yeah, NIL now kind of frames a lot of these young players' minds that, hey, you're telling me I'm a top high pick before the combine, so why should I do it? Am I going to fall as long as I don't fail a drug test? As long as no video comes out, there's no police reports, any of that? 
I'm going top five. So I really don't have to do anything right. But I'll do my pro day because that's just customary to do. And then after that, I'll show up with some jewelry and a fresh custom Armani suit. And someone's going to call my name. I'm going to smile and hug Adele and go on with my NFL career. So I get it, but I'm not as mad at it as, I, as I've seen most people kind of banging on it. Per this article written on Yahoo Sports, one high-ranking AFC executive said, quote, every step has been eroded over time. Guys opt out of high school games, college bowls, all-star games, combines, pro days. It's the new normal, the arrogance of it all, and it's only going to get worse. See, here's the thing. Mm. What of Caleb, what can Caleb Williams do exactly at this at, at this event? Right to show you that he's something he hasn't shown you so far in his college career. What can either in Drake May, Jaden Daniels, same story. Even bad, though, bad or good, bad or good. Ba- bad or good. I, I agree. No like, I, uh, there's no mark to show so you. So let's say Caleb Williams. You know, looks like all of a sudden it looks like he's throwing the ball with his left hand at the combine. All right, maybe he's the third pick in the draft instead of the first pick in the draft. Congratulations, you still got generational wealth. Congratulations, you're still in the NFL. Like you know, the the, the gap is not happening. But to me. Here's the thing, and I kind of developed this opinion when I was at the Senior Bowl watching some of the higher-level guys or the more talked-about guys ending up opting out as the week progressed through Senior Bowl practices and and opting out of the actual game. Mm -hmm. I'm fine with it because it gives other guys more opportunity. Yeah, Because, like, let's be honest. Do you need the combine to see it? I should say it like this. If you need the on-field combine work to show you why Caleb Williams is the first, second, or third, or whatever overall pick in the draft, then I would suggest that you go back and watch what he did at you USC. You haven't been watching college you haven't football. Been you haven't been watching. But, like, a guy like Quinion Mitchell out of Toledo, that guy has made a ton of money yep. over uh, between – like, you know, I was talking about this with uh, Chris Perfett earlier. He said, man, Quinion Mitchell out of Toledo. You know, he's a Toledo guy, yep. right? So he was he was locked in. He loves in. Toledo. Believe it or not, I know I'm a national radio host. Hand up, my bad. I did not watch a snap of Toledo football this season. <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch it. But you know what I did do? After watching Quinion Mitchell at senior bowl practice, went back and watched some of that Toledo defense. Yeah, he's he's somebody texted me uh, yesterday that asking me about corners. And I text them back. I can show them my phone now. I said, I think the kid out of Toledo can be elite. I think the kid out of Toledo can be elite. I love his 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 hit placement, his shift. The way he can turn and get out of his break is so important in today's NFL where you can't touch receivers. That's something that kids need to work on more and more. He's got that kind of that twitch, and they call that twitch and go. He's got that. But, you know, you go to senior bowl, you see him in senior bowl practice, and you're like, hold on, this kid's got some juice. Yep. Then you go back and watch the tape, all right? Then you see him in the combine. You're like, wait, this guy, he, he's running a 4-4. He's do, like, his, his short cone is this. His three hundred is this. Like, his long, his broad jump, his vertical jump, all, like these different stats that you that are basically measurements of how, you know, and obviously you're never really running 40 yards just in a straight line, but the, all of these different measurables, start to show it's like wait a minute this kid's got some juice let me go back yeah. and throw on the tape and see what I see and see what's there because it's you know maybe you're regional scout because that's how scouting works right you have these guys who work for teams and either he's a Midwest scout or he's a West Coast scout or he's got like you know Minnesota to Washington State right like, like everything north of Iowa over that way or maybe he's got the southeast and he's Louisiana all the way down to Miami right like guys miss people because you're going looking for like maybe you're looking at for example you go to Toledo Toledo happens to play Michigan and that's the one time that you see 
uh, uh, Quinion Mitchell play, yep. right? Or they, they happen to play Ohio State or so on and so forth, right? Am I hypothetical? Well, which they do every year because the Big Ten always plays the, plays the MAC. Right. So but Toledo I'm, plays those, those schools all the time. Right. But that may be the one time that yeah. if you're recruiting, you know, Marvin Harrison, I mean, if you're uh, scouting, rather, Marvin Harrison Jr., maybe that's the one time you see him actually tape, yeah. play, mm-hmm. right? Then you go back after you see these measurables. So I don't have a problem with the guys who are going to be top 10, 15 picks. Sure, opt out. Just let everybody know ahead of time. Yeah. Just let everybody know ahead of time so that way we can get some more prospects in here because you, you're, there's a finite number of people who can play in the Senior Bowl or practice in the Senior Bowl or lead up to Senior Bowl, uh, the practices that lead up to the Senior Bowl game, and a limited amount of people who can participate in the combine. Not everybody gets invited, right? So if, you, like, if you're a Caleb Williams and you know you're not going to do anything but interview, put that, let that be known early on. And that way, we can get another quarterback in here. Maybe we can get, uh, uh, what was his name, uh, the quarterback from South Alabama who was playing well. I think it was Carter Bradley from South Alabama who was playing well in the senior bowl. Maybe we can get him a combine invite, right? So there's all types of guys who are not invited to this who now can participate in it when the top of the top of the top decide we're not going to do this. Yeah, I also said this about bowl games too, and you and I bumped heads about it. If you're not going to perform, then don't show up. You don't have to go. You can let you can let people know way ahead of time. But to show up and still kind of be the story, and then as Martin said, take away uh, a, a combine position that could go to somebody else because you don't need it and you're not going to do it anyway. So I felt the same way about guys opting out of bowl games and then still showing up and standing on the sideline and sweats in a jersey. You If you're not going to play – just don't show up. If you're not going to compete, it's okay. We're, I'm not mad at guys that opt out of bowl games. I'm not mad at guys, that I just said, that opt out of the combine. But if you're not going to compete, then just don't go and get ready for your pro day and anything else you plan on doing. NFL teams aren't going to go, oh, wow, I'm not drafting Marvin Harrison Jr. because he didn't go to the combine. But I have access to him later, set up dates, one-on-one meetings with him, his agent, representation, his dad, Hall of Famer receiver. Like, I, I'm, we don't need him today. Let me watch and look at other things. It almost feels like some of these guys, you know what they're going to do. So it's almost like, all right, yeah, I figured he run a 4-5, four, 4-6. Four, oh, yeah, I figured he jumped that higher bench press that much. All right, cool, Jake. Chris Jenkins, Michigan, 25 reps on the 225. I thought between 23 and 27. So it's like you did what we thought you would do. The combine, I think, would be better if we got to see more of the guys that we want to learn about that we may have seen during the season and learn more what their attributes athletically as it attains the football can do. I do know there's one thing that, the, to me, one of the biggest mysteries of, of this offseason, really this last football season, what does Michael Penix look like without the do rag? Oh man! Do you think? Oh man! Well, you think he wears the do rag to get drafted? I, I, his, you I, know what? His waves better be crazy. They better be. They better be. Like, yeah, but you know what though? If they were, you would be able to see them. Good waves, you can see through the do rag. Like, you can see good waves. I'm from the wave era. Okay, the 80s is the wave era when Durax first got introduced to the world. When you can see somebody waves through the Durax, I don't see no waves, though. I get made. I'm bald. I shaved my head off when my hairline started going back. I'm not holding on to nothing. I'm not going to walk Came around looking home. like. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to walk around looking like George Jefferson. It's over. Take it down. Got a peanut shaped head. Whatever. Fix your other attributes and go about your day. But I get made fun of when I wear a do rag because Cass is like, dude, what are you doing? It's more like, yeah, dude, I just wanted to wear a do rag. I miss, I miss rocking the do 
do-rags just for the style today. But I ain't holding down no ways. But, yeah, he may. He <laughs> did the combine in the do-rag. But it looks more, Martin, like a designer type. It don't look like the uh, beauty store do-rag. That looks like said, it comes from a somebody designed that for him. It's too perfect. I said if I was an NFL team and I was interviewing Michael Penix, the last question I would ask is how many purple do-rags do you own? Do you own? own? Because that man's been wearing a purple do-rag since game one of the college football season. Did he wear them at Indiana? I can't remember. I can't remember if he wore a white or a red one there at Indiana. But, but it's I just Washington know this. Thing. I mean, senior bowl, purple do-rag. Combine, purple do-rag. At this point, he should lean all the way in and wear it to the draft. I'm with you. Because that's marketing anyway, bro. Trust me. I, there, I guarantee you there's some sponsorship deal somewhere. I guarantee you there's something waiting on him. I mean, come on. Anthony Davis got a sponsorship deal because he had a unibrow, people. Let's get real. He got endorsement money from he got endorsement money for having a unibrow, something that is universally made fun of in America. That is absolutely true. I actually <laughs> I had a shirt. Uh, it was a Pelican shirt back when AD was a Pelican. It was something of like you know the brow, the brow. Yeah. Like yeah, he made money <laughs> off of that. <laughs> That's hilarious. Him and I'll be sure the most famous unibrows in the history of light skinned black men. So there may be a reason that we did not just touch on as to why some of these guys are opting out of the combine. One potential first rounder said, this is unacceptable. What's that? Coming up next, Martin and BJ, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to get Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Doug Gottlieb here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making the now perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines the raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. With the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before. Or... Check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, 
Delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style, the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. With new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Martin and Vijay coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. If you want to join the conversation, get us on Twitter slash X. I'm at Martin Weiss, Vijay at Big Vanilla Funny. We'll get to your tweets throughout the show. And, of course, you can always get us at Fox Sports Radio. Vijay, Darius Robinson, Missouri defensive end, right? He tied for eighth among edge rushers in Indianapolis this week in the bench press. He had 21 reps. Just for context, the high man was... Florida State's Jared Verse with 31 reps. Okay. Sorry about that. Verse ran well, too. So uh, uh, Robinson said on X, quote, this is not an accurate reflection of my bench press. The setup at the combine is unacceptable. The rack and the bar is uneven with the J hooks and the bench moves with the carpet floor. I will be doing this again at my pro day, March 22nd. So... That's interesting because we just had the moment uh, recently of the NFLPA report cards, right? Second annual time that's happened where I saw that <laughs> the report card, the thing. report yeah. card, which is is a fascinating, is essentially <laughs> asking employees to grade where they work, you know, very much, and you know, Chiefs got an F. How about that? With F all, minus with all the success that they've had, they F had an minus. F minus. Yes. Maybe that's why they are so successful. Yeah. They're paying less attention to everything else yeah. and more attention. It's all about football around here, right? Exactly. Clock in, clock out. We'll see you tomorrow. So Robinson is uh, slated to be a late first rounder, maybe an early day two pick so far. He played six years for Missouri. But uh, I just think that's kind of an interesting thing to because I think when we you look at some of the things, like especially like the combine, you know, it's kind of all built for the combine, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's it's all it's like very much like a LA social event. It's a pop up shop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like overwhelmingly, you know, like, oh, they have a brand activation uh, uh, over here in this parking lot, and now all of a sudden it's a party, right? That's kind of what the combine is. But I just find it interesting, and maybe that's a potential reason why you have some of these guys opting out. That's not necessarily all tied into, you know, the I don't want to get exposed or I don't want to compete or I don't want to do this or I don't want to do that. Because what we do know is like a place like, you know, LSU, for example, where Jaden Daniels and Malik Neighbors plan to do their measurements and workouts and all that, their facility, state of the art. You know what I'm saying? If, if you go to Alabama, the pro day facility, state of the art. Yep. You know, Missouri pro day facility, probably pretty doggone good. You know, so it's something, something to think about. It's something interesting. Not only that, if you, if once again, if you're going to complain, it's the combine. So it's got to be even for everybody. Of course, it's your pro day. You're going to get a chance to lift again. So why even say this? As, as this To me, this would be just a small little flag. If I'm a GM and I'm an owner, this is a small little flag of okay, yeah, you you you're right. You're absolutely right. The the hooks and the the hooks aligned with the bar and yada 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 yada. Right? Okay, cool. This but guess what? Third. We're all we're all everybody here is doing it, bro. Like it's everybody's doing it. It's one day in your life to show the people that cut the damn checks that I'm I'm willing to compete. 
and I'm willing to show you what I got so I could come to your franchise, make a whole bunch of money, and possibly make a whole bunch of plays and win some championships and have a good life, set up generational wealth, and successful football career for myself. This is just something I keep to myself. I'll get it. Well, I'll lift again at my pro. Okay. So, the, shh, be quiet. And then just go lift at your pro day. Then afterwards, if you do more, you know what he can say? Well, yeah. Hey, hey, buddy, that was, you, that was more than you did at the combine. Well, at the combine, it was it was fit for everybody. So, it, the hooks here are just different, just the alignment, the bar. I'm more comfortable here, so I was able to really, you know, I lift here all day. You could say that, and no one would have said a damn word. But now it's, oh, well, let me complain about the combine. Come it, on, young man. It Come remi- on. It, it re- what you just outlined just kind of reminds me of when I was in high school taking standardized tests. So, you know, I had to take the ACT and the SAT when I was coming out to figure out where I was going to go to, co- you know, how I was going to score and all that factors in on my college uh, applications, right? Yep. When I took it at the high school that I went to, uh-huh. Right, we took it at the high school. Like in Michigan, you had to take. There was a testing days for public school kids, yeah. right? And I went to a public school in Michigan, so we had like a week of testing. Right, you had Michigan assessment test, ACT, so on. I got a thirty-three on the ACT when I took it at West Bloomfield High School, where I graduated from. Comfortability. And so then I got a thirty-three, and I'm like, hold on, that's only three points off a of thirty-six, which is the highest you can get. Yep. I'm going to take it again. I'm going <laughs> to study. I want that 36. Right. I'm, I'm going to study. I didn't study for it. I just, I just took it. You know what I'm saying? Because you had to take it. You had, I'd have to pay for it. You wanted to compete, like right? Well, I wanted to say. You, you wanted to compete, though, right? You wanted enough. a higher score, right? To it's, compete with the other kids out there, correct? Especially okay. because, you know, I'll try to compete for that scholarship hey, money. There you, you know go. Hey, yeah, yeah. hey, Sally Mae, leave me out of it. You yeah. feel me? So I go and I take it at the high school down the road, you know, as I take it, you know, at a different testing period. I got a 30. Mm. I didn't do as well. But I also did. I didn't know where I was going. I didn't know I had to go. I, you know, I had to take the test in Mrs. Robinson's room. I knew exactly where that was. That was Bloomfield. Now I'm going to try to you find where to park. the east you, yeah, wing everything. of Farmington High. Right, exactly. I, yep. I, I know exactly how long it to get there. And I was taking it. You know, also another thing, taking it with my friends. Yep. People I already knew instead of a group of strangers. That's what got me with the SAT. I had to go to a, a rival high school to take it. Mm. All the kids in the county were there. So it was people from every uh, maybe eight or nine high schools in Northern Virginia. And when I looked around, when they passed out the test, we all said, I didn't know anybody in there. I didn't know the lady that was up front. I'm looking at their little designs on their walls and what posters they got hanging up. I wasn't locked in. I wasn't, cause I was in a new place. Sure. If I went to Garfield Senior High School and took my SAT, I might've scored better, but I had to take it at Hilton. And I didn't score. I didn't score as well as the first time as I did. I took the SAT three times. I was like, hold on. I'm not saying I don't like this. I don't like this score. I don't like this. Because at that time, too, I'm trying to get into college. I'm to get a football scholarship. Sure. The military was on the table at the time with both my parents serving in the United States Army at the time for 20 plus years. So, uh, yeah, the, those testing things. I wasn't I don't like quiet tests. I don't like, you know, I got to be able to, like, you know, saying throw at least one little piece of paper across the room with somebody. Just get a little loose in here, man. That quietness, that ugh, that just, that gets me, man. Like the DMV, I aced it. You know why? Because while you're taking your test at the little booth, the DMV is still operating. You're still noise. There's still things to look around and take a moment. When we're all in that room, 36 of us with our little scantrons and our number two pencils. Is that too old? Did you? No, I had number two okay, pencils. Number, okay, scantron. yeah. Because I don't know how they do it now. I guess everything is electronic. But, yeah, scantron with that number two pencil. 
scratching that. I hated those answers too because they were rectangle. Like what? <laughs> I got I got to scratch it. I never got it in the lines. But yeah, man, I, I feel you on that. Got to make sure you bubble in the entire circle. Yeah, or or they'll mark it. Are they market wrong? It could be marked wrong. But yeah. I know one person who aces everything he touches. That's Steve Desager, the encyclopedia. You're up, Steve. What you got? Nope, just a guy. Good evening to you guys. <laughs> Happy to hear you back in a up, good Steve? Saturday evening. We'll start with the college hoops. Number one, Houston of 22-18 at Oklahoma in the early minutes, and number two, Purdue's on Fox TV right now. And down at home, mid first half, 21-16 against Michigan. State team that's just nine and eight in conference play. Number four, Tennessee has a lead of 21-12 at Alabama. Each team ranked in the top 20. Top 20 matchup at Creighton today went to the home team over number five, Marquette, 89-75. Marquette's preseason All-American Tyler Kolick was out with an oblique injury. Number six, Arizona led Oregon by 21 at the half, beat them 103-83. Top 20 matchup at Baylor went to the Bears over number seven, Kansas, 82-74. The Kansas Jayhawks are 9-7 and seven in the Big 12 Conference this year. Seven conference losses for the first time since 1989. Number 8, Iowa State, a winner at UCF, 60-52. Ninth-ranked North Carolina was down 8 the half, but still beat North Carolina State 79-70. Tenth-ranked Duke clobbered Virginia 73-48. Wins for Kentucky and South Carolina as well. Right now at 19th-ranked Washington State, it's only a one-point lead for the Cougars over UCLA, 51-50, 11 and a half minutes to go. Caitlin Clark's last regular season home game at Iowa is on Fox TV tomorrow, 1 p.m. Eastern time, number two, Ohio State at number six, Iowa. They went overtime when they met about a month ago. In the NBA, we already had home wins for Brooklyn and Miami. Underway, Portland, which actually won last night, playing at Memphis again, up 21-15 late first quarter. Blazers just ended a nine-game losing streak last night at Memphis. About to start the feature matchup, Denver, winners of five straight, playing at the Lakers. Jamal Murray of the Nuggets was questionable with a sprained ankle, but he is in the starting lineup. The late game begins in a half an hour, Phoenix hosting Houston. By the way, Russell Westbrook of the Clippers suffered a broken hand last night, as did Toronto's Scotty Barnes. They're out indefinitely. In the NHL, among the 13 games, today Winnipeg scored five times in the third period to win 5-3 at Carolina. Florida won by shutout 4-0 at Detroit, and Nashville has just won 5-1 against Colorado. Shane Lowry in a three-way tie for the golf lead in Florida at NASCAR's on Fox TV again Sunday from Las Vegas, 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Today's Xfinity race went to John Hunter Nemechek. Back to you. Thanks, Steve. Without further ado, let's go ahead and get our guy in here, NFL Insider USA Today. He's on Twitter and X at Tyler Dragon. That's right. Every time Tyler Dragon comes through, you already know what time it is. It's time for the gangster party. Tyler, how you doing, my friend? I was waiting for the music to drop, but yeah, I'm doing good. Today's my dad's birthday, so shout out to him. And LeBron's going for 40,000 points tonight, so it's a good Saturday. All right, I'm going to let you handle LeBron's 40,000 with VJ. I want to ask you about the combine right now. Who has impressed you so far uh, watching from Indianapolis? I mean, it's, I would go right off at the top. Xavier Worthy broke up. 40 record, 4.21. I mean, he was blazing today from Fresno, California, my hometown, so shout out to him. But, yeah, his draft stock boosted tremendously today. I wouldn't be surprised if he's a first-round pick 
based on his 40 time because to break John Ross's record, a lot of people thought it wasn't going to be broken for a while. But he not only broke it, but he broke it on the second try after running a 4.25. So, yeah, I think he's the one that really stood out today. And I have to say, even though Caleb Williams didn't work out, his interviews that he gave, I think impressed enough teams, especially the Chicago Bears, at number one, and I think he's a surefire uh, number one overall pick uh, come April. What's up, Tyler? How you doing, man? How's the missus and how's the little one at the house? They're doing good. They're doing good. Good. I'm glad to hear it, brother. All right, so let's stick with the combine, and I want to go to a guy that I, I he just keeps shooting up my board. Uh, call me a homer, but I just put the tape on, and, and, and I know his, his pedigree. We already know Caleb's number one, but I think there can be a discussion for two and three. And I just love the way J.J. McCarthy is actually added to his body. 18 pounds, shows up and tips the scale at 220 uh, this morning and uh, Inner Michigan at 202, putting that meat on, putting that body on. And I always tell people he just he did what Harbaugh asked him to do. Doesn't mean he can't do the other things. I love the way he threw the ball today. Could you see him possibly creep up in there in the top two or three quarterbacks and maybe May or Jaden Daniels falls as the process goes on leading up to the draft? No, I like this question because I feel like you're a Michigan fan, too. I see you wearing the Michigan stuff on um, um, X and everything, but yeah. I, I I'm not just that. a Michigan fan. I'm spiritually part of the program, so you got to make sure you say it right. <laughs> really? You're part of the program? <laughs> I'm part of all my teams, Tyler. <laughs> I, I mean, I would not be surprised if J.J. McCarthy is going to be a first-round pick. I think uh, just like I said about Worthy, he has shot up draft boards, and he – really performed well today. There's not a lot of uh, the top quarterbacks did not compete at the combine. When you look at Jaden Daniels, when you look at Caleb Williams, but uh, McCarthy was there. He threw, he was accurate. His uh, feet work were good. Jim Harbaugh was in in the stands uh, watching him and cheering him on. I, I mean, top 20, Maybe. Now, when I look at my draft board when it comes to quarterbacks, I you're not going to like this. I have him ranked fifth overall um, comparing all the quarterbacks. I have still Williams number two, number one, excuse me, Jaden Daniels number two, and then I have surprisingly Michael Penix number three. I know that's going to surprise a lot of people. And then Drake May, then J.J. McCarthy. But there okay. could be as many as four, and I wouldn't even be surprised if there were five quarterbacks drafted in the top 30 picks in this year's NFL draft. Man, I'll tell you this. This is, I feel like across the board, nobody is paying attention to this kid. But when I was in Mobile, Alabama, watching those senior bowl practices and watching some of the game, he really, really, truly impressed me. And at the combine, he's done nothing but it. Spencer Rattler, it seems to be just uh, forgotten. Yeah, the forgotten quarterback, the like just 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 chopped liver as far as draft analysts can go for it. I I, I can't figure out why, Tyler. Is it just because there, there's so much perceived talent at the top of the quarterbacks list here? Yeah, uh, a couple years ago, Spencer Rattler was a, a surefire first round pick. A lot of people thought he was going to be the number one quarterback coming out, but he never really developed and blossomed into the player that you would have hoped and um, the way his potential was trending. And so now teams aren't as high on him, but we'll see what he does at the pro day. He competed at the combine, which is a positive for him. And maybe mid, mid round, 
third round, fourth round, you can see a team uh, taking a chance on him because his potential is still there. He still has a strong arm. He's mobile, and we've seen him in college be successful. We got Tyler dragging on right now, Martin and VJ, man. It's our boy from the NFL, excuse me, USA Today NFL Insider. Hey, Tyler, another player I just love shooting up my board high. I've been high on him all year long. I love Brock Bowers. I think he makes your offense better the minute you sign him and he, the minute you say his name, he walks in the door because he's a great inline run blocker. He mauls guys and he's, you know, the most athletic uh, tight end in this draft, probably can match with some of these receivers. Where do you have him on your mock draft? I like him suited at about five to the Chargers. I think Harbaugh loves tight end he works really well there gives Herbert another pass catcher a young guy on a rookie deal that's gonna put up some good numbers where do you have him on your board so to me five is a little rich for a tight end we've seen Kyle Pitts uh, be drafted uh, that high and he's not really panned out for the Atlanta Falcons now that could be a product of Atlanta not knowing how to use him but I can see him um, in that 15 to 10 wow. range. Wow, really? Okay. Like the New York Jets, uh, maybe the uh, Tennessee uh, Titans if they don't uh, get an offensive lineman. Or uh, you could see a team trade up to uh, get Bowers. Maybe a, a New Orleans, uh, the Saints, the Colts uh, need a, a reliable tight end. So when I look at the top five, it's kind of tough, especially when you have – the receivers and the quarterbacks in this year's draft class. There's talk that quarterbacks could go one, two, three, and four if Arizona trades out of the number four pick. And so that four or five range, I see a Marvin Harrison Jr. I see maybe a Duze from a you know Washington neighbors from LSU. Those are the players I see in that. Um, four, five, six, seven range. Oh, so you think Arizona with a chance to have Marvin Harrison Jr. would trade out of that spot? If, if, if the price is right now, I'm not saying it's going to happen. I've heard rumors that Arizona could trade out of that pick and get some more assets later in the draft, especially if they're moving just a couple slots down. And a lot of people think, okay, is Marvin Harrison that much better than a neighbor's or a Duze? Is, are they all number one receivers? I mean, you can get three surefire number one receivers in this draft and those three players. So if Arizona moves maybe from four to seven, four to six, four to eight, they're still probably going to get one of those three. Uh, last question I want to ask you is kind of not it's not necessarily combine related, but a lot of those guys are going to be competing with this guy, Russell Wilson, expected to get cut uh, at some point this week per the Athletic. Where do you think he lands? Because I mean, like you said, there's a ton of quarterbacks in this draft, and you know, and not to mention that uh, if in fact the Bears do take Caleb Williams number one, which all signs are saying pointing go on that one, that means Justin Fields will also be available uh, and will be moved on to somewhere else, where do you see Russell Wilson finishing up? It's funny that you said Justin Fields in that question, too, because I think the two quarterbacks are linked. Justin Fields is the number one quarterback teams are trying to get that they believe that's available. And the loser out of the Justin Fields sweepstakes, if you will, I think will move on to probably Russell Wilson. So I'm looking at teams like the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm looking at teams like the Atlanta Falcons. I'm looking at teams like the Las Vegas Raiders. I've heard all three of those teams are interested in Justin Fields. So maybe the loser out of the Justin Fields sweepstakes turns page and goes for Russell Wilson. 
All right, there you have it. That's Tyler Dragon. You get him on Twitter, X at the Tyler Dragon. Go to the newsstand, pick up a USA Today and see what Tyler Dragon's got to say. How about that? All right, Tyler, thanks for joining us, my friend. Of course. Have a good weekend. God bless, brother. You too, my guy. Coming up next, this member of the ex- exclusive sports fraternity is standing on business in a way we have not seen before. More on that coming up next. Martin and VJ, Fox Sports Radio. Hey guys, Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit biotoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Martin and VJ coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. BJ, Johnny Manziel has had an interesting um, last couple of months, right? This is my man Johnny Football. His documentary comes out on Netflix, and uh, he just, just recently sat on Shannon Sharp's couch, which it seems to be a great way to go viral these days. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he had a statement. He tweeted on X and said, After careful thought and consideration, I will be humbly removing myself from the Heisman Trophy ceremony until Reggie Bush gets his trophy back. Mm-hmm. Doesn't sit right with my morals and values that he can't be on that stage with us every year. Reggie is the Heisman Trophy. Do the right thing, NCAA. The ball is in your court. Uh he also tweeted here, you can back up a Brinks truck to my house and I still won't attend the ceremony or do anything involved until Reggie's trophy is back where it rightfully belongs. This is about what's doing what's right for everyone involved. Reggie's play on the field inspired me to be the football player that I am. To the Heisman Trust, I hope you understand my positioning. You know that I have nothing but love and respect for that trophy and the people associated with it. It changed my life for the better forever, and I'll be eternally grateful uh, for that until my last day on earth. This bond and brotherhood means more than anything else. That's what truly makes the fraternity so special. 
Reggie Bush obviously had his Heisman Trophy vacated after uh, basically doing what Caleb Williams is doing right now. Uh, getting paid. Getting paid to play college football. BJ, what's your initial take to Johnny Manziel deciding to boycott the Heisman ceremony? Johnny Manziel is an unstoppable force of nature. I love that kid, man. I, I, I always hated it didn't work out for him, but I like this. I do. I like to speak up, stand up for what the Heisman fraternity is supposed to mean. I've been saying this for about four or five years since Pete Carroll was allowed back into USC, but they had not at that point let Reggie Bush back into USC. That had t- ticked me off more than the actual Heisman thing. The Heisman thing to me is like, it goes to me like this. Who was the best player on the field that year by far? And it wasn't even close. It was Reggie Bush. Period. For two years of college football, there wasn't a better player in college football than Reggie Bush. He should have won two in a row, but at that time, USC had all the celebrities and all the money and Will Ferrell and Matthew McConaughey and Snoop Dogg on the sideline and in the end zone. They were the happening thing, and not just college football, and college sports, and all of sports was USC football at the time. So for you to let Pete Carroll back in when they was doing all that stuff and not let Reggie back in, Reggie should have two. They gave one to Matt Liner. That's really his. He should have two. They should have to give back. But to me, it's like at this point, whatever, right? It's like at this point, Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame, whatever. If you don't do it, fine. If you you do do it, I am not going to celebrate it. It's just more or less like, okay, well, you always knew this was the right thing to do anyway. Should have been done it, damn it. So that's how I kind of feel about this. I still know Reggie Bush was by far, Martin, the best player in college football for those two years. I don't need a trophy to tell me that. But I like that Johnny's doing this, though. I do think it's interesting. I think he'll need a little bit more support from other Heisman Trophy holders to to be able to truly garner more uh, support for this. But I do think, you know, obviously it starts with one, and that's a big step to be the first one, especially when you're a guy like Johnny Menzel, who your Heisman Trophy moment was the best moment of your football career. Right, it, that yeah. obviously he's done playing football at this point, you know. And NFL clearly didn't work out for reasons that are not necessarily relevant to this discussion, because it was about who's the best college player. But I do think that there should be some relevance to Reggie Bush not being able to have it. Like he should be up there. He, he this is the thing about vacating wins. Louisville's National Basketball Championship was vacated. You know what I remember? Peyton Siva blocking Trey Burke, yeah. and then Trey Burke picking up that. Terrible, almost cursed on the radio. The game still Fourth happened. Call the game still happened, and yeah. I remember it. And I remember the sinking. I remember I said this at the time. I tweeted it at the time. Said I'm gonna. It's not gonna make me feel any better about this loss as a Michigan fan when Louisville gets this record vacated. And you know what? Sure exactly. as hell Thank it you. did. Yeah, yeah. It's like the Michigan stuff, the signs uh, signal stuff, right? Like it. Guess what? For the past three years, we've had one of the best, and this year we had the best players in all of college football on one team and the best head coach. The game still got played, regardless of whatever variable you want to throw into it. Vacate wins titles, awards, all that type of stuff. Now, if you get caught cheating like steroids or something like that or uh, anything that is deemed illegal to do as far as like football, baseball, basketball goes, like the uh, uh, the Houston Astros, stuff like that. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Stuff like that. Yeah, you got to vacate. You got to take all that away. You legitimately cheated. But uh, come on, Reggie Bush's parents got what? A crib down in the, in, uh, in the 619? He got a house. 
I mean, I'm pretty sure he got some handshakes and some envelopes in, inside the, the suit jacket like in the movie The Program back in the day. Nice game today, young man. And you just open it up and just slide the little envelope down in there. The, the $100 handshakes is what I like to call I'm pretty sure he got plenty of that, too. But, you know, we still know who the best player in college football was that year. And even to Johnny, and I'm sure he'll get blowback, Martin. People will go, well, how he was, was trash in the NFL. This ain't about the NFL. This is about their college careers. Those two things are separate. Johnny Manziel was the best player in college football of the year. He won it. Absolutely, he was, and he should be remembered as such, and so should Reggie Bush, who was, for my dollar, one of the most electric college football players oh, of all time. As That's right, since the beginning of the sport. But coming up next, a, a legend in the game is on his way to another record-breaking moment. We'll touch on that next. Martin and VJ, Fox Sports Radio. And we're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there with an unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free rider protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com It's the way that tire buying should be. VJ, we are on the verge of watching, I guess you can't even say history at this point. It's history being extended as uh, the Lakers right now with a 31-22 lead over the Denver Nuggets. That game on TV. LeBron with five points so far, two for three from the field. He has four more points away from 40,000 career points, which, I mean, let's be honest, it's just a nice round number because yeah. uh, he's already the NBA leading scorer or, uh, in NBA history. But to me, this is just a moment where – and I kind of like the way we do this sometimes in sports. Like, we'll have a – I know it's just – there's there's not really much of a difference between, what, 39,000 – uh, 998 points or 40,002 points. But I like how we will sit there and be like, okay, cool. Let's take this moment as and look back at how we got to the 40,000. And my biggest takeaway is this is just a true mark of consistency out of LeBron where you have seen a guy who basically since his second year in the league and he's now in year 21 has averaged 27, 7, and 7 across the board from when he was 19 years old to now, whatever he is in his 30s, I think 34, 35, like, no, he's 36. 30, no, right now, no, he's 39. 39? Yeah, LeBron's 39. My goodness gracious. He turns 40. That's why the whole new contract extension thing is a big, you know, kind of topic because it's like, dude, he's going to wow. be in his 40s. See, this is paying this, him $60 million a this year. Is a, this, like, think about this. Like, I remember vividly in Louisiana – all those years ago, shout out to New Affiliate, 101, uh, 106.1, the ticket. The ticket. In New Orleans, I remember vividly watching the uh, St. Vincent St. Mary's high school game that was broadcast on ESPN and said, okay, this is the start of something new. This is going to be the start of something different, right? And I've, I, you know, I mean, I've lived five places since then. I've lived in five different places. I've moved in every corner of this country except for, like, Maine, like the eastern seaboard. Okay. I've lived since LeBron's been in the NBA. It's just something to think about. Like, I don't think – I can't think of any other – Things in sports that have really lasted this long of of LeBron James's tenure so far in the league, and you know, kudos to him to get forty as uh, forty thousand as he likely will within the next couple minutes. The only thing that I will compare to this as far as longevity goes would be Dale Earnhardt Sr., uh, Tiger, Serena. I think it might stop there. Though when you think about just longevity, oh, now, Cal Ripken's game streak. Oh yeah, yeah, maybe, Cal Ripken. Also, yeah, yeah, Cal. Also, Cal's but, another one. But Cal's combining one. like the uh, 
it's not just the longevity. It's also the consistency, too. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like well, how- all these were consi- – they're right. all consistent. And, you know, when it's Serena – won all the time. I mean, Tiger Tiger won like, what, 16 tournaments in a two-year span? Six, 17, I believe. Yeah, he won nine one year and eight the following year. It, it, you know, 17 tournaments in a two-year span. There are golfers right now that have been golfing for 20 years that don't have 17 tour uh, victories. So, no, but the consistency is always uh, impressive when any athlete does it. The $40,000, I think you're right about that. It's, just, it's, a, it's a nice round number. It's like you're already the leading scorer. Now he's just pushing it out as far as he can, which he should do. You know, then, hey, dare anybody to try to come try to come get this one. It was like Reggie White's sack record at 198. Kevin Green was the closest to him at 160. Was, you know what I'm saying? There's a 38 different sack difference there. And then Bruce Smith comes along. And Bruce Smith broke it, but he, he was very famous for saying, I want to get to 200. So even though he had broken the record, he still wanted those extra couple sacks to break 200 just to have that nice round number. Hey, come now. Come, somebody come try to get this 201 sacks. Uh, that's what the 40K uh, stands for. And it's a good thing. If, if he's playing this well and they're winning, it, it'll be it'll be a great thing. So, you know, but like I said, I think this is more of just, hey, let's just add on to it and let's push the number out, which I totally agree. That's what he should be doing. And this is for a Lakers team that, you know, I mean, just in the Western Conference Finals last year with primarily the same lineup after they traded away or moved on from Russell Westbrook. Uh, I forget the actual mechanism. Did they trade Russ? Are they buying? They traded him to Utah. Then Utah bought him and out. Then, and yeah, then he Utah became a Clipper. Out, yeah. And I hope Russ uh, recovers soon from that fractured left hand that he suffered last night. But when I, this is a Lakers team that has, you know, aspirations of winning. Like some of these other teams where are some of these other, you know, you see guys who are kind of like breaking quote unquote law. Like, for example, when Dirk Nowitzki was retiring his last year with the Mavericks, nobody thought the Mavericks were uh, championship contenders. No. You know, that's not exactly what Kobe it was. with the Lakers. Kobe with the Lakers. They were championship contenders. But right now you're sitting there and like, oh, the Lakers got nine games in California. Can they make up ground in this tough Western Conference? I know you're shaking your head. No, but it's still a conversation being had because you can see still what, what happened just, what was it, Wednesday night when the Lakers were playing the Clippers, down uh, double digits in the fourth quarter, and he comes back and bam, 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 from three, nine points in a minute, and, and we're right back in this thing. Listen, uh, speaking of the Clippers, you just mentioned Russ's injury. Is there not a team going backwards more fast right now than the Clippers? It's a good thing they got out to such – a really good lead in the season because I think they're I think they're about to hit a tough little stretch here. That's the way it feels like the few uh, Clipper games uh, recently that I've watched. But as far as the Lakers having a shot, now my my thing would be this: if you're telling me they're championship contenders, absolutely not. Hell no. Like there's no way in hell they're true championship contenders. What they are built for though is to take on an inexperienced team in the early rounds like they did last year. And and even last year, remember, Ja missed a the game. There's no Steven Adams. Like, things just kind of went their way. Then they go head-to-head in the second round with the Golden State Warriors, who most people right now would say, dude, both these teams aren't good. You know what I'm saying? So somebody had to win, somebody had well, to lose. To, the, to, your, to add to your point, if the, if I I will – you want to talk about Hills, they'll die on. If De'Aaron Fox doesn't fracture his oh, yeah. finger, <laughs> the Warriors would have lost in the first round last yeah, year. Yeah, but, but once again, you got a veteran team going against an inexperienced team that's having a great year. I think the same thing is going to happen with Minnesota. I've made it very clear. I don't believe in Minnesota. They remind me of Sacramento from last year, and we saw what that happens. You just don't come up in the NBA right away off a good season and go far. you got to take your lumps. This is the way, unless you're creating super teams. But when you're building, you got to take your lumps. Everybody, all the great ones had to do it. At some point. Shaq, was, Shaq was getting swept. 
Shaq and Kobe were getting swept out of playoff series, guys. Jordan was getting sent home early. This, they, you know, to be great, you got to take some L's. But they're also built for the playing. Like, even the playing, I don't care if they got to play two games in one game. If the Lakers get into the playing, they're going to get into the playoffs. Because they're built for that one. Like, that one night, I will take LeBron and AD. And, also, and the way Reeves has been playing. And the way D'Lo's been playing. And the way Rue's been shooting. I will take them over a, 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 the ninth or the eighth seed, right? Absolutely. I'm not that. I don't hate, I don't hate on LeBron that much. If the, he gets one night, if you give LeBron right now one or two nights and it's win or die I'll take him and AD over any 7th 8th or ninth seed because they're the 10th right now in the Western Conference but over the length of a 7 game series just against a better team absolutely not absolutely them or Golden State and I love me some Steph but it's over the dynasty is over. LeBron right now is just adding stats and adding numbers to his legacy which I'm I'm fine with I don't care do it bro but him being a champion especially for the Lakers those days are done. Those days are over. Golden State's days, Steph's championships in Golden State, those days are done. It's on to the new teams now. Yeah, I think the, uh, what, what you, the point you made just now was fast because it's like uh, Toby Keith said, I'm not as good as I once was, but I'm as good once as I ever was. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And it's like you need 82 games out of LeBron. Good luck. Right, now, you're, you're, not, no, you're not getting he, that. Even though he has, he's played a, a ton this year. Like most of the time, he's, this is the healthiest he's been in a Lakers uniform off the top of my head this this season. Really like the last definitely the last two or three years. But he always has a, a foot something or those are those are low management nights, I get that. But but like I said, even with that, Martin, think about it. Even with that, with the nights where they play really well, where they beat really good teams, and you look at their record, they're still the tenth seed in the West. So no, I don't need LeBron for eighty two games, but you still gotta play the eighty your your team, the Lakers, still have to suit up eighty two nights this year. Whether you are gonna play or not, your team team still has to play. That wear and tear over the longevity of a season, it doesn't affect LeBron or an AD. You know who it affects? It affects a D'Lo. It affects, it affects a, uh, a Austin Reeves. Those guys got torched. By the time they got to the Nuggets, those guys who've been playing all year long, they don't have LeBron's stamina. They don't have LeBron's training regimen. They don't have LeBron's money to keep his body the way to do. Those are the guys that break down. That's how you end up swept. And four close games, albeit, you still got swept. Well, let's see here with eight seconds left on the shot clock. LeBron's got Michael Porter Jr. drives to the lane, lays the ball up, and there is 40,000 career points for LeBron. They better not stop the game. They're not going to stop the game. Yeah, well, you know, LeBron. He already set the record. <laughs> the record's already been set. Now it's, yeah, yeah, okay. You know, it's like, again, all this is is, is a, uh, a, a a round number, all right? Because right. if they're going to stop the game for this, you can stop the game for 40,002, yeah. 40,004, well, right. 40,006 as he passes the D-Lo for a three in the corner that looks way off from off my eyes, but it went right down the bottom of the water. <laughs> D'Angelo yeah. Russell, man, I remember he came out of Ohio State. I thought he was him. Yeah. He well, was, so did everybody else. You weren't off. Right. He was the second overall pick. In the Dang, I was about to say, so did everybody else. <laughs> Things think that team just wasn't. Kobe got hurt and wasn't around the team when those guys all first really came in. And I think that stunted a lot of their growth because remember the post-game thing that, you know, they made fun of when they broke their losing streak and they were joking on, was it Mike Trudell's jacket and having fun? And remember the the second where Jimmy Kimmel shows that to Kobe and asks Kobe about that? Like, that's what that team were. They weren't locked in. He had the stuff with Nick Young. And when you got that kind of stuff going on, bro, I can't go out and play with you. You you know, that's guy code, right? So when you got that mix, then players aren't going to, you know, play to their ability then what? You start shipping him off, but he's a good player. When people were talking about trading him, I sat right here on the show and said, you're stupid if you trade D'Angelo Russell. For who? Who are you trading him for? The kid's playing well. 16 and a half, I believe six assists, shooting over 40 from the three and from the field. Why, how are you, why, would, why would you trade that? 
Oh, because you got to have somebody to blame? No, no, no. Let's not do that. Let's let's make some other moves. But you need you're gonna need that guy. So I like the way um, that he's been playing. But longevity, Martin. They maybe maybe and listen, they could get to the first round. And maybe Minnesota's defense is that good. Sure. May, right. Maybe Minnesota's defense is that good. Maybe Edwards is that next dude. And this is the series he's going to show. Hey, I love you. Le- I respect you, LeBron. But I'm the young goat now, dog. Here I come. Like we've seen this right at some point. Jordan told Isaiah and them. All right. It's, it's, been, a little, it's, it's been fun. But bye bye. I think I think it's good for the NBA that we are now starting to have some uh, uh, competitors for the changing of the guard. Yeah, right? yeah, with, I agree. I agree with, with that. Victor Wembanyama, Chet Holmgren, oh. Anthony Edwards, like some of these guys. Like the winning isn't quite there for the San Antonio Spurs, but you look at top of the Western Conference. There's two studs in Anthony Edwards and Chet Holmgren, and Victor Wembanyama. They can if they could uh, uh, pile some more wins together. Some of that more of the unique things we are seeing out of him can start having a better impact on wins and losses. Just raw thought right now what, what you've been seeing out of Vic lately just raw thoughts I mean stuff we really really you've never seen before yeah, man dude this he I'm I, I hate to do this but I, I want to he's the deal he's the deal like that kid's the deal and when he gets his body he, he when you're going out okay and you're just uh, 25 14 five block it's like okay he got he's got it He's got it. He's going to need some more coaching once I, I think once Popovich learns okay I, you know I'm, I'm I've aged out let me hand him, though, to my who I believe is my successor. And then you could take him. Let's get some more players around. That kid, man, he had Chet on set. And Chet had, what, 23, 24? He had Chet sitting on the bench shaking his head like, what do I do with this dude? Right. That's that's a young budding rivalry in the league yeah, right now. Yeah, I like that one. This is a real big game for the Lakers. Though. If they're able to beat Denver, that's going to be – it's not necessarily going to have a major impact on the standings. Or Obviously, they'll move up in the standings, but it won't – it's not like they're going to go from 10th to 1st. <laughs> but I think it is – 10th to 9th. Right. <laughs> but I think it is a, a measuring stick a little bit. You can yeah. – if you you go ahead and you take care of Jokic, AD plays well against Jokic, so on, you, you can go into these next – Nine games where you're not traveling much. I think no next ten games are in California. Nine at home. Nine at home, right? You know that's a good. That's a good little that, stretch. Who made that schedule? <laughs> Come on, talk about back loaded. Come on, nine out of ten at home in March. That's home. Whoa, somebody's got some power. Ha! I don't care what none of y'all say. Somebody's got some. Martin, nine out of ten at home in March. Right, that's that's kind of the stretch. You got to kind of slow down the gear back up for the play. Right, I'm you know somebody got some power over there. I wonder who coming up next. A future <laughs> Hall of Famer has a big decision to make. Me and VJ break that down. Coming up next, Martin and VJ Fox Sports Radio. Hey guys, it's Rich Davis from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance or any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew could stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you could sit back and enjoy the wide open views with the whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter what your style, you could drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. 
Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Martin Weiss, VJ Hushin, coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. You can hit us with your two cents on Twitter. I'm at Martin Weiss, VJ at Big Vanilla Funny. And, uh, of course, you get us at Fox Sports Radio, like Kyron Samuels just tweeted us, uh, kind of laughing at you, talking about, oh, VJ's talking about LeBron again. Ha, ha, ha. Here we go. Hold on. I didn't even I didn't say nothing bad, though. I, 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 and first of all, I think, Patrick, help me out. I did very damn well. Uh, the, little, the little ending talking about, oh, he's got I a felt, lot of power. I felt, you know, I felt, I felt y'all. Schedule. I felt uh, this is a setup. Y'all think I'm stupid. Y'all don't think I know what? this. Is, we, let's, let's get VJ to say, no, no, no. I, I, when he broke the scoring record. I let him have it, dude. Like I'm, I'm not that guy. I'm not going to bang on him on his monumental type nights. He can, he can have that. But does LeBron James have power? Yes or no? Is uh, he, is he uh, not one of the most powerful athletes in the world? <laughs> yes or no? Uh, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll give, I will give VJ some flowers on this. As a Laker fan myself, and I do like LeBron James. He was very, very. He was very nice. Of course, the the power, the the, the hole at the end. Uh, of course, I I get it with the whole Martin. I get you with the at the end. Where's of, oh, the oh, lie? Where's the it's, Where's the lie? You still didn't answer the question. I mean, could he have pulled some strings? Maybe, but at the end of the day, uh, I'm I'm as a Laker fan. And, you know, I'm okay with my team being home for nine games on a stretch where they need to kind of get out of a rut anyway. So. I would I would be hey. okay with it, too. But, but the fact <laughs> is, the fact is, I've never in my life that I can remember, <laughs> excuse me, a team right. having nine home games out of ten in the month of March. January, February, but March. The symbolicness is, hey, like you said, let's, let's kind of gear up now. Let's get. We got some home cooking. We ain't got to travel a lot. Everybody get some rest, right? And let's get ready for this early part of this late run in March and this early part of April to get ready for the plan. That's all. That's all I'm no, saying. That's fair to kind of counterbalance because they have like nine out of those ten home games. I know that they're going on a really, really rough like stretch of like you know they're going up against like you know Denver here. They got the Kings. They got the Thunder. They got the heavy hitters. So it's almost kind of balances out in a way. Yeah, but I, I thought I did well. I could have really went ham. No, you, I, I you, thought, did, you did. You I did well. I did well. I'll, I'll give you flowers growth. that you 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 handled that pretty good. Two therapy sessions this week. It's called the, growth, baby. Yeah, there we go, growth, baby. It's called growth. I just want to know if everybody's going to tweet now that LeBron is the first player to forty thousand and two points. Like, are we going to just do this every time he scores again? Because I mean, I got notifications from everything under the sun that he just scored forty thousand. Yeah. Like, of course, he's the first player in NBA history to score forty thousand points. He's got the most points he's in NBA history. He's got the history. most points in NBA history. So, on on that, as far as like numbers and records, do you buy into the AL home run record, or is there just the home run record? 
Uh, I do buy it because the leagues were so separate in baseball for so long mm-hmm. that, I mean, it's all falling now because interleague play is just, you know, uh, across the board. Yeah. And, you know, they play a lot of interleague we'll games. We'll be playing now. interleague baseball two weeks after opening day, yep. which oh, yeah. is blasphemous to anybody, you know, over 50. Yeah, yeah true. <laughs> like, Maybe over 40, 45. Like, yeah. What do you mean the Red Sox are playing the Giants? Yeah, already. Yeah, in, in April. Yeah. Okay, I just, because that, that yeah. kind of falls into it. To me, it's just, dude, it's a home run record. It, 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 the AL or the NL home run, it's the home run record. There's one record. So, I, but, so I do think, I think it matters a little bit. Like, if you were trying to sell me on an Eastern Conference record in the NBA or, or NHL for that matter, I, all right, come on. So what are we, what are we talking about? Well, what they, have, we they do have the Eastern Conference Finals MVP, which I think is, honestly, That's I fine. Think, you like that? That's fine. Uh, I think it's, a, I think it's, a, uh, uh, especially if you try to, uh, if you kind of limit, it from uh, uh, just that series and kind of do like a the Eastern Conference Finals MVP, but it's more along the lines of the playoff MVP, like like the Western Conference last year, right? When when Denver advanced and went to the uh, went to the finals, Jamal Murray to me was the best player in the conference finals. Yeah, but Jokic won the award because throughout the entire playoffs, he had been the the engine that drove the car. You know, yeah. he had been, you know, saying, but uh, Jamal Murray had two just incredible games against the Lakers in that series. But Jokic was the reason they were there. Yeah, of course. Of right. Course. So I don't have a, so I think if you, as long as you kind of look at it holistically throughout the playoffs, I'm fine with you crowning a playoff MVP and then eventually then a finals MVP, which should only be those seven games or those four to seven games, I should say. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just glad the NFL, like, because now you're going to AFC Championship Game MVP, the NFC Championship Game MVP. Or doesn't baseball have a division around MVP? Right, baseball's got a divisional round MVP, I believe. That needs to go the AL, the ALCS, and the NLDS uh, MVP. I'm not mad at. That's the check because you're, you know, you're playing for the, the pennant, what they call the pennant. That's the championship series, but a divisional round MVP. I mean, come on, like what? what See, are that we, kind of goes kind of the same thing about this difference between the AL and the NL, right? Yeah, what, the what space between doing, the two. Man. All right. I just yeah, I'm with you on that. The 402 or the first one to score 404, 406, 407. Yeah, it just keeps going up from here, guys. All right, put it, uh, put put a number on it, VJ. Forty thousand right now. Where does LeBron James end? Where's this record? You know, where's the final record eventually get set? I would probably say maybe about forty one fifty, forty two thousand, because he'll, he'll play another two to three more years. Maybe forty three thousand. Because what what was the average? What what seventeen hundred points a year? Right, it's about that, about 16 to 17, 1,800 points a year over the next three years. So like 43 and some change, 44. I, if I'm him, 45K is the, is the number now. Now that I've hit 40 and I know I'm going to play another two to three years, if I'm LeBron, I'm, real talk, I'm looking at 45. 45 is the number I'm trying to guess. That's a nice, once again, that's a nice, uh, right in the middle. Nice even number. 43 and some change, 44. Because if you get to 44, you might as well play one more year. LeBron, you'll get 1,000 points that season and get to 45. So I'll say between 44 and 45, and I think he's going to try to go for the 45 cap. I think you're absolutely, I think that's a, a very uh, a good spot. Yeah. I, I mean, because you look at him and he's slowed down. However, it's it's slowing down is for LeBron, and when you consider the heights that he has had, you know it's and he's still able to find his spots. But it's he can score in this league. Yes, he can score. You in can this score league. in this. We will see. LeBron is setting the precedent that I thought Tom Brady set and Aaron Rodgers. We will see more NFL quarterbacks 
go into their late 30s. We will see more NBA player play, stars play into their late 30s. Steph's going to play another two to three years. Steph's already 36. So Steph's going to be playing at 38, 39. Kevin Durant's going to be playing at 38, 39. Because the physicality isn't fair that wore down the, the past generations and why guys like Shaq always talks about and Barkley always talks about how they walk with a limp. That's why this is why Shaq and I walk the way we walk because the, the wear and tear is not on the body, just like the quarterback position. You can't you can't hit them. They're they're even trying to propose a new rule for the um uh, for the intentional grounding. Like they're trying to keep quarterbacks alive. Hey, hey you know what, and DJ? We're coming up. That's coming up next. Oh, okay. The I didn't intentional yeah, grounding right, rule yeah. change. But first, shortly after the show, our Podcast. We'll be going up. And if you missed any of today's show, be sure to check out the podcast. Just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get those podcasts. And be sure to follow, rate, and review the podcast. Again, just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcast. And you'll see this show posted right after we get off the air. But coming up right now, Steve DeSager. Steve, what you got, my friend? Uh, by the way, I am unaware of there being a division series MVP for baseball. Okay, I There's thought no I... MVP for the wild card series, and it took them almost a decade to get MVP for the LCS. That okay. existed with no MVP in the early. Thank days you. All right, I, I didn't. I wasn't sure if there was a divisional round. I felt like there was, though. But thank you, buddy. I'm sure writers give it, but there's nothing like on the field and no, trophy okay. and the commissioner. Okay. Or I, and, like I'm, and guess what? I'm fu- I'm cool with that. Yes, it yeah. should stay that way. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I like the champagne celebrations. You've accomplished something, but please let's yeah. move. On. Next round. They celebrate baseball for every round. <laughs> yeah. Well, after six month season, you should celebrate the clinching and the rest. Sure. Yep. Go at it. Sure. Great. By the way, as a great staff from the Washington Post, is LeBron James is at forty thousand career points now. Late first staff in L.A. The Lakers are leading Denver fifty eight fifty. How long did it take him to get his first ten thousand points of his career, and how long did it take LeBron to get these last ten thousand points? The answer: his first ten thousand points, it took him three hundred sixty-eight games. The last ten thousand points, it took him three hundred sixty-eight games. Yeah. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's what, consistency. Yeah, yeah. Like that taxes and LeBron James scoring the basketball. That that's incredible. Ludicrous. Yeah, that's crazy. The guy just turned thirty-nine this season and is still shooting. Fifty percent from the floor is still at twenty-five points a game. I mean, you didn't see this from Jordan at that age. Can I say that out loud? This is really amazing. What's going on? Uh, by the way, uh, the Lakers keep in mind with their scheduling. There's always the Grammy road trip, so True. they only had four home games in four weeks, and it's got to be made up. And the same thing happened last year, and probably the year before that. And the Spurs had the rodeo road trip, where it's a completely imbalanced schedule month to month, but it does even up, and it's just the way the the arena dates are and not just in LA. As for the Laker game, it's now 60 to 54 as Jamal Murray has scored for the Nuggets. And yes, he did start. He was questionable with a sprained ankle. Denver has won five in a row, record of 41 and 19 this year. The late game is late first quarter and the Rockets are ahead at Phoenix 35 to 19. Mid-third quarter at Memphis, the Grizzlies are 65-53 leaders over Portland. Home wins for Brooklyn and Miami today in the NHL. Winnipeg with five goals in the third period, 1-5-3 at Carolina. Nashville defeated Colorado 5-1. The 49ers are promoting Nick Sorensen to defensive coordinator. Shane Lowry's in a three-way tie for the golf lead in 
Florida. A reminder, NASCAR is on Fox TV again tomorrow from Las Vegas, 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Today's Xfinity race went to John Hunter Nemechek. In Major League Soccer, Miami won 5-0 over Orlando. Lionel Messi, two second-half goals. And Real Salt Lake won at home in a heavy snow, 3-0 against LAFC. The field was all-white, all-game in Utah. As for college hoops, it's on Fox TV right now. Number 2 Purdue, with under 14 minutes to go, is leading Michigan State 54-42. Early second half, number 1 Houston is ahead 53-47 at Oklahoma. Top 20 matchup at Alabama is early second half, and Bama leads number 4 Tennessee 53-49. Coming up in a half an hour, the late game, number 17 St. Mary's hosts number 23-rated Gonzaga. St. Mary's trying to finish up the West Coast Conference season at 16-0 in league play. Yes, it's possible Gonzaga will still be in the NCAA tournament this year, but St. Mary's has been the best team in that league this year. By the way, on Fox TV today, 12th-ranked Creighton beat number 5 Marquette, two of the better teams Big East, 89-75. Marquette's preseason All-American Tyler Kolick was out with an oblique injury. Back to you. Thanks, Steve Martin and VJ coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. And VJ, you just alluded to it, but uh, you know this is the time of the year where the, they always change one or two or three rules in the NFL. And I tell you this, this just uh, honestly, hmm. this is what part of the reason why I'm in the business that I'm in. Because when I read this come down the pipe, I got so mad, hmm. I got so upset that it's like if I care this much this has, this has to be what I do for a living right you know what I'm saying it's like because uh, if I was like a salesman of some sort I'd be over there talking to whoever I'm trying to sell by like pharmaceuticals to and tell them can you believe the NFL changing the intentional grounding rule can you believe this crap yeah I mean so now they, they want to change the rule from where to, what it is currently for intentional grounding to saying just the ball has to pass the line of scrimmage yeah and for me it's very simple if we believe, which I do, I believe all the things I'm about to say, quarterback is the hardest position to play in football. Quarterback is the most important position in football. Without a good quarterback, it's imp- almost n- damn near impossible to win, right? And, that, and as a result, quarterbacks are paid the most in football. Why do we continually have to try to make it easier? Why? Yeah. I mean, just some, simply because only two drives that ended with intentional, had intentional groundings ended in touchdowns? You know what? There's 11 guys trying to stop him. It's called defense. I just, what, what, am I off on this? What are we doing Nah, you're here? not off at all. You know who this is going to affect, though? I'm going to go a little deeper, man. You know me. I like I don't snorkel so well. I like to scuba dive. So let's go deep on this one. Number one, you're going to cause the sack numbers to come down. That's number one. That's number one. Number two, those guys that get those sack numbers, you're going to start to affect their contracts because uh, what uh, most fans know and some don't know is that sometimes you have really large incentives and in people's contracts for certain amount of milestones that they reach as a player. Go back and watch Chris Jones get that last sack in the last game of the season. Why? For that extra million dollars. And see the to, whole uh, chief sideline celebrating. Oh with my God. And listen, and I thought, and I tweeted at one point, I said, listen, if the game is out of hand, if you're the quarterback, give one for the fraternity, bro. If, he, if he's coming, don't you know? Go ahead and pull a Brett Favre. Remember when Brett Favre kind of winked at uh, Michael Strahan, like, "Hey, I'm running a bootleg to this side, game in hand." It didn't affect the the playoff standings. It didn't affect nothing. But you understand, it's a fraternity. You understand, this guy over here is trying to get to something. 
And you would hope that's called paying it forward in life. So you pay it forward so you can get it back as you move forward down the pipeline and your path that God put you on. Like this is something that is going to now affect that. And now quarterbacks can just throw the ball into the ground as long as it gets to the offense, uh, the, the line of scrimmage from in the pocket. That is so unfair. Like, you got to be kidding me. I actually, like, the rule was fine before. I never have complained about intentional grounding in my life. I like the rule. If he can escape the rush and get out the pocket, all right, cool, dude, you ain't got to throw it to a receiver. You could get rid of it. I get that part of it. But if you're in the pocket, I do my job. I beat my guy. Say Martin and I playing. We're playing a 3-4 technique. Martin's the one. I'm the three. We beat our guy, and we got a good angle on the quarterback. Patrick ass is back there. Patrick, we about to come get you. We coming for some crap cakes or some barbecue chicken and you see us and you can simply just throw the ball and long as it gets past the offensive the line of scrimmage with no receiver dude that's not you know what's gonna happen somebody gonna say okay damn this rule i'm gonna take my shot there's gonna be a sunday you're gonna see a defensive player say yep i'll take the 15 because damn it this ain't fair I beat my guy. I'm two feet away from knocking this dude in the next week and all he's got to do is just get it to the lot what are we doing you're going to affect a lot of people's paychecks if this route now it hasn't gone through yet. This is a proposal. I hope it doesn't go through. And I'm I'm going I'm to channel my inner Ricky Bobby when he was telling Kyle, no, never bring it up again. <laughs> like, let's not let this one doesn't pass. Let's never bring this up again. Okay, let's leave the rule the way it is. It's fine. Yeah, it's absolutely fine. Uh, to your point that you just made, I've never once complained about an intentional ground. Ever. It's, like, I've never been like, oh, that's, what are you talking about? Like, maybe if there's a guy there. It, but the, the idea behind intentional grounding is no one is open and the quarterback is trying to bail himself out of a bad spot. Yeah. That's the thing. Of, that's what football is about. If you're in a bad spot, you know what happens? You get hit. You just got to eat it. You get hit. You got to eat it. That's one <laughs> of the things, honestly, that has always attracted me to football. If we're being honest, is when someone makes a mistake, it is almost immediately paid for in violence. Yeah, you got to pay for it. It is almost. <laughs> like, it's all like, seriously. Yeah. That's like you turn the ball over in basketball, it goes out of bounds, the other team gets the ball. It's not immediate. When you, when a guy misses an assignment in football, it is immediate. 99% of the time that there is going to be a physical, visceral reaction to that missed assignment. We, I was just talking about this just the other day. You remember the uh, when, uh, uh, South Carolina defensive end a couple years ago? Jadavion Clowney. Clowney hit, um, he hit Vincent Vin, Smith, Vin Smith. And, and blew him to the blew him to the moon. Helmet went flying in the Outback Bowl like 10, 15, or whatever, 10 years ago. And the reason why is because Taylor LeJuan just whiffed on the block. Taylor LeJuan makes that block. Vincent Smith might score a dog on touchdown. And we never, it's that simple. Yeah, and that play is not repeated on highlight shows over and over and over. And it really got Clowney drafted as high as it did because I always looked at him as a, just, as a guy that's just like, yeah, man. I think he, it took him from a first rounder to a solid, like, to, to a yeah. solid, yeah, like number one overall, like number two, three, like it, it definitely threw him up there at that one hit. But that's why I also, like you said, that's the reason why I love football because all 11 guys have to do their job. You, you have to, all 11 of you, or the play can go all right. You can lose the Super Bowl. Hello, defensive backs for the San Francisco 49ers that, that you fall too far inside and 
and then the and then McCall Hartman just he just in motion he just runs a quick out route. You and your other corner out there, you didn't do your job. That's why you just lost not a game. You just lost the Super Bowl because you didn't do your job. This rule is now telling defensive linemen, even when you do your job, they can get bailed out. The quarterback can get bailed out. And this is disgusting. Yeah, yeah is it, is. it is. Yeah, this is this is crazy. But but I'll I'll go out on a limb and say I don't think this passes. I don't think this. It's a proposal, but I, I, there's gonna be enough owners that say, "Hey, I, I got I got Max Crosby, okay? <laughs> like I got a stud on my side. The Miami Dolphins, we got two. I'll be season injuries last year, but they'll be back. We got stud. We can't. We got Christian Wilkinson. You can't. No, 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 no. Maybe if you got a quarterback and you want to protect the little pretty boys, you 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 vote for this. But I don't I don't think this is passing through. You just said do your job. Coming up next, Patrick, our producer, is gonna do his job. Set up. Who you got? Martin and VJ Fox Sports Radio. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moon roof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Martin and VJ coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. Hit us up with your two cents on X if you'd like to. I am at Martin Weiss. VJ at Big Vanilla Funny. Like Moneyline Bet decided to do. He said, thanks, homies, for helping me drive through a really bad snowstorm. Moneyline Bet, be safe, my friend, and stay tuned to Fox Sports Radio. We will bring the entertainment that you are not seeing out your windshield or side passenger views. I am glad I am done with the driving yeah, through snowstorm. That's my guy, man. My Life. I talked the money line sure. better a lot, man. We appreciate we appreciate you, brother. And I appreciate the uh the uh, back and forth on uh, on X Twitter, whatever you call it. But yeah, store stores. I'm done. I'm done, bro. This rain in LA. I I feel the are you to the point now? Are you LA bougie yet? Oh, listen, I pay entirely too much money to live here for it to rain. Oh, thank you. Not only yeah, that my LA bougie thing is I don't eat brunch indoors. 
I refuse. To, I do. I do not eat brunch indoors. I sit with my legs crossed. I wear a blazer. I do. I sit with my leg. I wear a blazer and a button-down shirt with the four top buttons unbuttoned, so the chest show a little bit. Oh yeah, I am a. If we're if I can't have brunch outdoors and I can see some water, what are we doing here? Like seriously, what are we doing here? Let's get started with another edition of Who You Got. Patrick, you're up. All right. Martin VJ. we're down to play Who You Got, where I give some hints, and Martin and VJ are trying to figure out who am I talking about and who you got. So let's start us off. Guys, for this week's edition, <laughs> what has been so uh, hot, and hot uh, this week? The NFL Combine. That's what we're going. It's an NFL Combine edition of Who You Got. So let's start us off with this person I'm thinking of. Start the first three hints. Number one, this guy played at the College of Southern Miss from 2009 to 2012. Number two, in his NFL career, he was a Super Bowl champion, made one Pro Bowl, finished in second team All-Pro once, and was actually the leader for forced fumbles in a year. The, uh, the Super Bowl was the only thing different. The other three were all in the same year. And then the last hint, before you go to you guys, he finished in the NFL Combine holding the longest broad jump among all linebackers still to this day. So, Martin and VJ, I'm going to go with Martin. Who you got? Southern Miss linebacker. Southern Super Bowl Miss. champion and fourth fumble leader. Goodness gracious. I, I I thought I had it when he said broad jump until he said it was broad jump for the linebackers because I know who has the record long jump, broad jump for the combine period. So that's where I, I got lost. Uh, my first guy, uh, Darius Leonard. He didn't go to Southern Miss. I, I have no idea. That is incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Broad jump linebacker, Super Bowl, Pro Bowl, and, a, and an all-pro. A second team all pro. A second team all pro at linebacker. Southern Miss from 09 to 12. Is that what you said? Southern Miss from 09 to 12. Wow. So to put this guy in the mid 2000 teens. Oh, man. I, this is a good one, bro. I, All right. Give us, give us another one. All right. Let's go. Number. We'll go one more guess. He played defensive back, linebacker, and defensive end in his collegiate career. Just in college, not in the NFL. Played defensive end and defensive back. And linebacker. He played all three positions in his college days. So he sounds like a smaller guy then because you're not necessarily dropping back your Jared Versus into coverage. Yeah. You would say he's a bit of a, a bit of a quick one. A tweener. Yeah, you have to give you have to give us another one here. So okay, I'll be okay. honest with you. No, no, no. I, let me just throw this out there. The okay. Southern Miss is stomping me. Okay. Okay. I'm letting you know that right now. All right. All right. Because uh, when you said Southern Miss, I was like Frank Gore <laughs> Jr. <Junior. Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Brett Favre. All right. Let's go with another one. Uh, another one. He played for three teams in the NFL: the Cleveland Browns, the New England Patriots, and the Detroit Lions. You better know this one with Detroit being on there, Martin. Browns, Patriots, Lions. Yeah, now you have Patriots. Martin Weiss, who you got? Linebacker, Patriots, Browns. Did Kyle Van Noy go to Southern Miss? It is not Kyle Van Noy. Because I know guess. he's played for the Patriots and the Lions. Good guess, though, but it's not Kyle Van Noy. VJ Husky. 
How many Super Bowls did he win? Just one? Just it, one. Well, he's once he is a one-time Super Bowl champion. Just a one uh, just a one time. I'm not gonna give the year. I know. That would yeah. that eliminate, trust me, that'd just eliminate the guy. That would. Well, if I need to one. for a final hint, I can I can drop some easy ones. Oh, well, you could use process of elimination to figure out that homeboy was a Patriot during one of their Super Bowls because exactly. the Browns and the Lions have never won a Super Bowl. You know what? That's also true. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't think about it like that. Yeah. That's not, trust me, go. that's why I'm focusing. I'm focusing on the Patriots right now. Okay. That's where my mind is going. Mm-hmm. Linebackers. If you need one more, I got oh, another. oh, I think I might oh, got it. Oh, Martin Moyes, who is it? Is it, is it Jamie Collins? It's Jamie Let's Collins. Go. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go, Jamie Collins. Ooh, I, I saw the light bulb go above Martin's head too. He was ready because you know that's that's the key to games like this. You have to use yeah. all of the facts together, and then but narrow in. The Patriot one was mine. So my, in my brain, I'm trying to right. go through Patriot linebackers because Bill Belichick is known for what having really, really good, good li- linebackers. Really good linebackers. The last hint was going to be he was taking the 2013 draft in the second round. Would that have even helped? No, that no, or, no, no. Okay, cool. No. <laughs> I'm glad I got Hell to most no. of them. <laughs> it would not have helped me one bit oh, trying man. to figure that one out. No, that that uh, two in a row for Martin. Yeah, you know that was a good one though. Hey, you get hey boy, you bringing it? Hey, you know I, I'm not going too we obscure. Got I'm not DJs going to start. Later. I got so tough with, but that's that, that's good, man. Hey, let's go. That's good. No, that was uh, that was good. Jamie Collins, Southern Miss. Who knew? Uh, apparently, Patrick did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the Southern Miss, trust me, when he says Southern Miss, I'm like, oh, God, great, Patrick. Southern Miss, okay. Brett Favre, nope, he said linebacker. Okay, that's not it. The yep. one Super Bowl, Pro Bowl, All Pro, those would all fit, too. Longest broad jump. See, how I, I was, we were talking about this earlier, and I gave him an example. Like, you know, uh, the second, the tallest guy to measure at the combine before today was Darren Waller. Mm-hmm. Right? So I was like, you know, something like that. Something kind of random. And it's, it's, random it was. <laughs> Very random. Longest, gotta keep you on your toes. Jump, longest broad jump. Son of Huggy Bear, <laughs> former Raider, former <laughs> Michigan Wolverine, son of Huggy Bear, Antonio Fargus, Mister Justin Fargus. That's funny though. That, that was that was that was part of the Matt Patricia Lions. That yeah. disaster. That was. And they tried to do the Patriots way in the Midwest. <laughs> Not so much. Uh, coming up next, the loudest mouth in sports had more to say. We'll get to what that coming what that means. Coming up next, Martin and VJ, Fox Sports Radio. And we're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there with an unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com is the way that tire buying should be. VJ, you know the thing I've never said uh, watching college football? Uh, Uh, Never once. I have no idea. Go ahead. I've never said, I want this to be more like the NFL. Oh, Never. 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 That's why it's college. I've never once said it. And I remember vividly coming on after I went to a Long Beach Poly High School game, said, you know what? Football's better with marching bands. Yeah, no, it is. You know what I'm saying? It is. And and you know what? Every college has a marching band. Yeah. Every one of them. Yeah. Like, football's better with that. You know, it's a pageantry. It's it's a, you know, it's the third Saturday in October watching Alabama play. You know, it's watching Michigan play the game. Yeah. You know, against Ohio State. You know, watching, you know, USC, Notre Dame. You know, watching LSU, Alabama. It's better with cheerleaders. Better with all. College football's better with the cheerleaders. All of it. Now, the NFL, obviously, is the premier, uh, the premier game. Right, if you're, if you're oh, just yeah, if you're just locked in from first quarter to fourth quarter, from triple zeros on all the way through the NFL, you're going to watch a better product, quote unquote. But college football is special in its own right, and it's enjo- and it's just fine, enjoyable the way it is. 
When I see some of these new college football rules, especially adding a two-minute warning, especially when you consider the way that college football was last year, which felt like games took forever to finish because of all the commercial breaks due to the new stop-the-clock rules. Is why, why, why are you messing with the thing I love? Why, why can't you just leave it alone? Why, college football doesn't need a two-minute warning. Stop the clock on first downs like we used to. Just let it go. Yeah, but isn't there a rule change, or didn't they just do something about the uh, with the uh, with the clock and the running clock at a certain points of the game? Let's just go to the two minute rule really fast. I actually like this. I don't mind this because you're right, Martin. It is college football, but it's not college football anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 different now, and I and I'm all for it. I'm all for it. People getting paid. People getting paid. You know why the games are longer? Because they got more commercial breaks. Why? You know why they got more commercial break? Because they got more sponsors. They're making more money. So, hey, I don't care. I love college football so much. I don't give a damn if a game's four hours long. <laughs> give me more. I don't care about that. I didn't care about baseball being long. I always thought that was a silly argument. I do like the pitch clock. I'm not going to front. I like the pitch clock. I can get a game in at two and a half, about 230, Baseball game's over. Football, I don't care, man. I watch football all damn day. So, uh, the two-minute warning, I think they're they're making it more with these, some of these pro-rule nuances because it is a different game. Guys are getting paid now, man. It's 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 they're they're changing, but it's still college. We still got the pageantry, we still got the rivalries, we still got the bands, we still got the Donny, uh, you know, Chief Osceola throwing the spear um, into the into the um, in, into the ground for Florida State. We still got Michigan running out, jumping and touching the uh, the, the banner. You still got Notre Dame walking down the steps and tapping the, the champions you it's still college football i don't mind some of these changes and nuances in the game because players are getting paid now it is a different game but the players aren't necessarily getting paid for this extra commercial break which let's be honest that's all it is yeah but that's you know that's the net that's the that's the sponsorship minus the networks man it's, it's more money now so they got to have more commercials because you're trying to sell more sponsor spots no, they don't have to have more commercials. <laughs> no, you absolutely do not have to have more commercials. Uh, it don't bother me, Especially man. in the world today where you got uh, half the people streaming this thing anyway. You're going to see the same four freaking commercials. And, you know, that's, that's the same ad, yeah. It's the worst. It's the worst. There's the no commercial ads. creativity anymore. <laughs> like I can, I can think off the top of my head. Like, Three or four just iconic commercials that we used to see. And now the only time you ever see d- dynamic commercials is a doggone Super Bowl. You can make an ad now. With your phone. Anybody can make an ad. Martin, you can make an ad, man. You do the betting stuff. You can make an ad and market that bad boy. It might get picked. Hey. Do you want your sports to be more fun? Yeah. They, hey, hey, there's a good start. <laughs> there's a good, because I haven't heard I haven't heard no betting commercials start like that. <laughs> right. I haven't heard one commercial start with the, make the game mean yeah. more. <laughs> what are you, the EA Sports guy? <laughs> like, hey, man, I listen, I'm all for, I love sports capitalism. I do. I, I'm just one of those guys because I get it. It's not going away. It's going the other way. The people that want, oh, no, this is the old guy. I don't do Come on, the players are getting paid, or the games are too long, or this and that. I'm not saying you, but just in general. Yeah, I'm that, like, if that makes look, me the old guy, is, I'm the old guy. It, it, it is what it is, man. I, I'm all for it. I like change. Gives me something different. Just give me the games. I don't care about all the other stuff y'all doing. Just give me the games. Give me a list of games and access to all I want to watch, and then let me sit and choose what I feel like watching on my DVR till 3 or 4 in the morning after I put the kids to bed. That's what I love so and i'm dvr guy i haven't watched the commercial the super bowl might have been the first 
NFL game I watched live this year? Oh, well, Sundays I do. Never mind. Sundays because I'm watching four or five games at a time. But as far as everything else goes, I'm I'm fast-forwarding through commercials anyway, bro. So that, that part doesn't... Uh, that really bother me, but so I want you to remember this moment now. Okay, every time the clock hits one fifty nine and at either half, and you got to hit thirty seconds forward on your remote five times, yeah. to skip past you know it's five, it's five it's five taps on my iPad. It's fifteen feet. Yeah, I got it down the path. It's five taps. It's one, two, three, four, five, and then I'm especially NFL because NFL commercials are clockwork. Nobody runs a commercial time break like the NFL. Two thirty or two forty five. Game's back on. <laughs> Let's go. But no, nah, this does not bother me, man. It's, it, I don't like it. I like when the you. clock stopped, when you got a first down, while the chains had to move. That's what it doesn't have to be the NFL. It's its own thing. Let it be its own thing. I do like the headset communication. Yes. Yes. Th- that was just something that that's that to me is a relevant and necessary upgrade where adding a two minute warning is just changing things to change them. It's just changing things to make more money. Well, they don't Headset stop the clock on first downs anymore. I don't think they don't. But I wish they. I don't have. A, I didn't have a problem with them doing it initially. But that's this is where the two minute warning comes in now. That and you know what? You know what? Hey, hey, here's third eye VJ. See, that's the that's what they did. See, they stopped the they they kept the clock running now to set the they, they didn't stop the clock on first downs no more. But they knew the following year. Yeah, we'll sprinkle this in on them this year, and then next year we're gonna hit them with that two minute warning. Oh yeah, you want to speed the games up? You want the clock to keep going? No problem, but next year we're gonna slap y'all. We're gonna slap y'all with this two minute warning. Ah, that's, well, that's the thing. It didn't it's speed the game up. It felt like we had more breaks than ever in college football Did this it? year. It, yeah, think okay. about we're sitting here watching just, the games all the time. Think about how long some of them games took. I but you know, I like like I said, Martin, when football's on, dude, I'm so locked in. I'm in such a zone. I'm in such a chi. I'm in such a, a happy place. I could care. I could care. The, the Super Bowl could have went another, could have went another fifteen, another quarter, fifteen minutes. It wouldn't have bothered me one damn bit. I, I love the sport that much. I never have complained about the length of athletic events. I really NASCAR. People really look at me and go, "VJ, all right, B, dude, you really watch NASCAR? Yes, you watch the whole. Yes, dude, I don't care about the three forty-five, the, the Daytona four uh, five hundred, four hours and twenty minutes. Yes, I watch all four hours in twenty minutes because I love it. So yeah, dude, I don't, I don't. The time thing doesn't bother me. So I, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not tripping over that. Listen to him. We're losing recipes, folks. Nah, no, come on, uh, length. I, I, yeah, we are losing recipes when you're trying to shorten everything and give people more time to go do stupid stuff out in society. When people sitting at home watching sports, I believe a lot less stupid stuff in society happens because everybody's at home eating pizza and wings, watching the game, having some beers, some tequila, some shots, baby, some lemon drops. That's my favorite. Lemon drops and a little glass of Henry, Hen Rock on the side. Lemon Period. drops. Yes, lemon. Oh, yeah, lemon drops. You you cut the uh, cut the lemon in wedges, dip them in the sugar, well, double I, shots I'm of tequila. Well there you go. Bite the lemon. Oh, man, all day long. Those 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 flow at my house. If you and your lady ever come over for a watch a game, we start with that at kickoff. We start with lemon drops. I might make you take one every score. Oh, yeah. You come to V's crib, you're getting fed, and you're, we're drinking. So what are we doing? Lemon drops. I don't think I've ever in my life thought, you know what I want right now is a lemon drop. Oh, man. I'll go home and make something tonight. Are you kidding me? I'll, gra- I'll grab some Casamigos. I'll grab some Casamigos on the way through the crib and get some lemons. lemons. Yes. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah, man. That's good stuff. Yeah, just give me uh, two ice cubes and call it a day. Of what? Oh, just tequila. You put ice in your tequila? 
I put ice. Well, that's but that's all I'll drink with it. I just I, I, I'm just saying. Okay, you drink it fast enough so the ice doesn't melt it and kind of water it down. Do you drink it fast enough, or you one of those guys that's got the got the uh, condensation on the glass dripping, making the circle on the coffee table because you didn't use a coaster. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to have a coffee table to do that. I live in a one bedroom. <laughs> I think it's <laughs> coffee tables. Coffee tables. You realize as you get older, they're very, very unnecessary piece of furniture. Well, it depends on how big your living room is. Yeah, it don't matter. That's what TV trays are for. See, if you need to set something yeah. down, TV trays. Are you, yeah, t- well, are you kidding me? You get them nice wooden oh, joints from Costco. This one who just got her just 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 got her first big girl apartment over here, <laughs> and it's starting to boo us. Oh, just yeah. wait till you bust out the TV tray. I'm not pulling that. That's so ghetto. Like that's so ghetto. old school. What? I feel like if you have a like a a TV like it give me like trailer trash vibes. Are like you, you see in the wow. movies? In the movies, no. in Matilda, all the little janky apartments and houses, they be having that. The TV tray. That's what so do you janky. think? What, what kind of TV tray you think I got? One from the 80s that's metal with metal laser. Where you think I got it from the set of three's no, company? No, I'm thinking like the wooden one where you just like pull in. It's just like, that's like, ew. <laughs> Get a coffee table. Do you have a coffee table? Well, I just got my first apartment. Right, I haven't well, even then, furnished okay, it yet. Okay, well, hush. Yeah, watch, watch Watch when you start running down a list of expenses to yeah. furnish your apartment. You'll realize just how, uh, yeah. you're like, wait a minute. I'm still going to get a coffee table. I'm not going to get a janky and the TV. thing with the your TV coffee tray, table going to be janky though. Why? You no, don't well, leave the yeah, TV yeah. tray out the whole time. Yeah, you thank bring you. it out when you're eating thank or you. using thank it or you. drinking, and you put it and, away. Exactly. I don't know. It comes with a stand. They're wooden. They're heavy. Yeah, I yeah. know. I've seen it. Oh God, yes, all day long. And that way, when you have guests come over, you don't want people sitting on the floor or hovering around eating on your coffee table. If he wants to sit over there, she wants to sit on this side of the room. Yeah, grab one of those nice heavy wooden TV trays from Costco, and you can sit here and when you're done, just wipe it off and put it back. You know what? I might just get like a TV, put it on like a roller, and just like roll it in oh, the dining God. room. Oh my yeah, goodness gracious! Sit down and and you call oh, you call you call us old. Do you know that? Do you know that's what families used to do in the in the seventies? I don't. In the sixties, I have. I'm I'm an immigrant. My family used to do that. They, we had a, we had a TV in the dining room. You got to sit your butt down, eat, and watch TV. Oh, yeah. indeed, it's TV trays ghetto. It Tuh. is. Tra- she called it not even ghetto, dude. She said trailer park vibes. That was, ouch. I mean, wow, there's two okay. TV trays under my living room couch as we speak. While I'm watching my 68-inch uh, crystal so, plasma. So y'all yeah, are I'm trailer good. trash is what I'm hearing oh, right now. Hey, turn that off. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. Miss, I just I don't, I haven't even got no furniture yet. Ain't check in, 20, check in, in a month. Yeah, ain't even 21 yet talking trash like that. Bye, <laughs> right, exactly. Bye, Felicia. Check in in a month. We'll see how you're talking about your coffee table. But coming up next, a future Hall of Famer has a tough decision to make, but I think uh, whatever he decides to do, he will still be majorly impactful in his sport. Martin and VJ Fox Sports Radio. Hey guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. 
When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Martin and VJ coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. You can get us on Twitter and tweet the show. I'm at Martin Weiss, VJ at Big Vanilla Funny. And, of course, you can always get us at Fox Sports Radio. Uh, here you go. <laughs> George Sands again with another another uh, uh, trivia question here. This is my guy right here. <laughs> now it's time for who the Lakers get. In the calendar year 1996, the Lakers acquired three all-time greats, one by trade, two by free agency. I don't know. Let's tag team this one, VJ. The one by trade, I believe, is Kobe Bryant. Kobe, Black Mamba, Bean Bryant. Uh, other two free agency would be Shaquille O'Neal. And then the other free agent to that squad. Nick Van Exel? Would probably be Nick the Quick, but I think he was there before Kobe and Shaq got there. I think Nick was there. I think since I think he got drafted by the Lakers out of Cincinnati because he was then with um, uh, Dallas was where he really made his bones uh, in the league. Um, I think they might have drafted. I'm trying to think of what's on it. Eldon Campbell was drafted. Vladi was drafted. Hmm. That's a good one. I'll go with Nick Van Exel. Yeah, it might be Nick the Quick. But we got one more here uh, from our friend Moneyline Bet. He said, uh, hell yeah, my wife paid in my TV tray gold. Just wait till that IKEA ha! coffee table falls apart in a few months, homegirl. Hmm. Yeah, see, that's why Moneyline Bet, that's my guy. That's my dude. That's my guy. That sound don't mean nothing. You can't do that to Moneyline Bet. I don't back. appreciate the listeners um, coming for nah, me. Nah, come at her. Come, <laughs> now, you part of the team now. Hey, this no, is what it is. I don't appreciate it. Hey, you got a big girl apartment. You got a big girl job. About you to better say. be ready for the big girl criticism. <laughs> you better put your big girl And they better be on. ready for the big girl words. Yeah. Hey, I'm not, I'm not playing with y'all. This is an FCC-regulated station. I'll just remind you. Don't worry. Yo, so, Moneyline Bet, I like how your wife painted this, though, B. Painted it go. See, that's a wife right there. She saw it was kind of getting a little janky. She like, let me go paint my baby, my baby. Uh, let me go paint my man's uh tray for him. Hey man, I like that. Go ahead, Mark. So VJ Mike Evans, Tampa Bay Buccaneer for yeah. his entire what I believe to be Hall of Fame career. We'll see how it goes for him uh, in that regard. But I do think already he is a Hall of Famer. Yes. But he is a free agent, and he's going to be a free agent. His agent Derek Gilmore said this to Bleacher Report. Mike wants to play with an elite quarterback in an offense that will showcase him and be paid like a top wide receiver. He doesn't want to play with a rookie quarterback. Winning a Super Bowl is a key priority. 
But he did not rule out a return to Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. He said, I know Mike really likes Baker, said Jason Lick, the Bucks GM. I know that's important to him when you were a player of Mike's caliber, but at that point in your career, you don't want to mess around with a quarterback you don't trust or you don't know. All things fair in that regard. Now, I think if Mike Evans were to walk from Tampa, they have no no sadness about it, right? He gave you, he gave you a great career. Right, Mike Evans, who honestly has had one of the more interesting careers in football when you think about, you know, caught passes at Texas A&M from Johnny Manziel, yep. then his early years in Tampa with Jameis Winston, then you had Tom Brady in the middle of it, and then another number one overall pick, Baker Mayfield, kept throwing him passes this last season. He's had some good quarterbacks. BJ, what do you see for Mike Evans' future? Go ahead, dust off your crystal ball and tell me what you see. I think he's going to be right there in Tampa because if Tampa's smart, you bring him back. You let him finish his career there. The, the grass isn't always green on the other side, guys, when you get to this point of your career when you're searching. Now, if if Kansas City comes calling, sure. If San Francisco comes calling, sure. Go, Mike, go, bro. Like, go. Go get you. A, but you already, he already got that ring. So, and I always say this about, about rings and championships. You only need one in football if you're not a quarterback. The quarterback is the only position we judge by how many you get. Anybody else, you can just get one. It's the Super Bowl ring. It's like a gold medal in the Olympics. You only need one. You're a Super Bowl champion forever. You're a gold medal winner forever. He's already got the ring. So why not go ahead and finish out? I'm with you. I don't think might be. He is a Hall of In my book, he is a Hall of Famer. It's just gonna, the reason I say might be is because there's so many Hall the, of Famers with great stats. Yeah. But, but I just think, in my book, there you go. This year proved, well, not this year, but the the, the, the previous years up leading up to this year proved the stats don't matter anymore uh, in, my, in my book. And that's another subject for another show. But, uh, yeah, they, I think he's with the Bucks. If you're with the Bucks, you go ahead and keep him there. You keep Baker. Baker had a career year there. Why not? The division can be had. You want to go somewhere where it's going to be harder for you? Things might not work out. You've been in that city. You know the route to the training facility, to the practice facility, to the stadium. You got your dry cleaner. You know your burger spot. Your cup of coffee at the local at the local barista is waiting on you. Like you, it's it's hard at this point in your career to change. If you don't have the chip, I get it. Go get that chip at this point. If you still can, and you can bring that to a championship contending type team. But he already got the ring. You only you got your ring, so why not just stay there? Make it a career there. Your family's there. You love it there. Let tell them tell them sign Baker. Pull a Max Crosby. Either sign either sign AP as the coach. Arm out. Hey, either sign Baker or thank you. No, you're gonna bring in another quarterback. I gotta learn. No, no. Let's let's keep this right here. So I got him being. A Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Plus, if you want to go get them, ain't it going to cost you, Martin? Oh, our, yeah. our team, our our teams, our teams willing to spend Martin right now. It, it, it seems to be a little, little, little uh, uh, penny pension going on in the NFL. I would say over the last, you know, two or three years, we think some of these other guys going to get these big deals, and it just doesn't happen. And the people going to say you're going to go pay for what a receiver this age or that age, even though he's still productive. That will be the talk. Stay right there in Tampa, baby, where everything's comfortable. Yeah, I agree on the partly because I'm a little nostalgic and like to see guys finish with the teams they started from. We will see it increasingly rarer and rarer as as occasions where you see guys who are have Hall of Fame careers with just one team. Yeah. And especially in the NFL, which is obviously you know, jokingly stands for not for long. You know, like a guy like Mike Glanville. His last <laughs> I mean ten year career and I mean has been the number one every step of the way. I think if you're 
moving if you're moving and going after Mike Evans, he needs to step in and be what you perceive to be a number one as well. Like you said, Kansas City, uh, San Francisco, him and Ayuk would be dangerous together. I think. You Man, know? are you kidding me? Him, Ayuk, and Kittle, and then you got who wants some Debo, and then you got Christian out of the back. What? Out of the backfield? Hell, that, that something like that happened, I'd be picking them to win the Super Bowl. I'd be picking them early. But his production is just insane, man. I got his numbers right up here in front of me. So over 1,000 yards every year. He only had the one year in, two, in 2020, which was a tough year for everybody, where he had 1,006. But consistent in, t- in his touchdown catches, you know, always up around eight or more, 13, 14 a few times, 13 again last Dude, year. Like his he, over-under at the start of last season was four and a half yeah, receiving yeah, we, touchdowns. We, I hammered that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about that when we talk about the rent with that one boy <laughs> we're talking about our, our football preview stuff we did bring that one up man and that was just crazy but that's also vegas looking at age and things of that nature but god takes care of his body you never hear anything about him he's a he's a i get it guy that's what i'm like. he's a guy that just gets it like he gets i'm a pro athlete i got a lot of money on the line i got a lot of you know i got a lot of people i'm taking care of generational wealth all that good stuff just stay out the line like dude show up drink your water stretch every day eat well have your fun and stuff but just don't get crazy and just show up and do your job and you'll be a le- dude they'll build a they'll build a statue for him there he, that, he's, well he's statue he's statue worthy for me as far as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are because him, Derek Brooks, John Lynch, like how how could you not? He's got the ring, right? He's got the All Pros, he's got the numbers, and he's gonna have a gold jacket. I say within the next ten years, they're gonna be talking about hey, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have announced they're going to do a statue unveiling for Mike Evans. Yes, about time it should have been there, bro. Especially. If he stays in Tampa for another, you know, what? What was he going to sign? A three-year deal three going years, on this? Three years. You know what I'm saying? If he stays in Tampa for the next three years and still and still has that consistency that he is that he has had, the 1,000 yards every single year, like, yeah, yeah, just stop the presses. Quit playing around. Go ahead and go go into Macy's and get fitted. They're going to need your suit measurements, Jack. You're getting a yellow one. Not just that. He also shows up. He's only played less than 13 games uh, ever. 13 is the lowest. He's 16, 14, 15. He's shut for 10 straight years. The one thing you ain't got to look on the injury report when you're playing fantasy football, you ain't got to worry about Mike Evans. You could plug him on in at WR1 or WR2. He's playing every week. And selfishly, I'd like him to stay as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer because as a fan of the New Orleans Saints, some of the most fun you'll have is watching Mike Evans and Marshawn Lattimore. Oh, my go back God. You want to talk about two guys that don't like each other? <laughs> Not just don't like each other. Fight. They straight. Now, they fight. They take helmets off and them two guys fight. I wonder what would happen if they ever saw each other in public. <laughs> Shortly after the show, VJ Hour podcast will be going up. And if you missed any of today's show, be sure to check out podcast. Just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcast. And be sure to rate, follow, and review the podcast. Again, just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get those podcasts. And you'll see this show posted right after we get off the air. Let's kick it out of our Hall of Famer, the encyclopedia himself, Steve DeSager. How you doing, my friend? Doing well, thank you. Let's start with college hoops. His number one Houston has just won on a last second jumper at Oklahoma off an offensive rebound, Cougars 87-85, and on Fox TV, 10 seconds to go at number 2-ranked Purdue, Boilermakers ahead of Michigan State, 80-74. 4th-ranked Tennessee has won at 14th-ranked Alabama, 81-72, and today on Fox TV, at number 12, Creighton, Blue Jays beat number 5, Marquette, 89-75. Baylor over Kansas, North Carolina came back to beat NC State, Kentucky came back to defeat Arkansas, and it was South Carolina over Florida. By the way, the first conference tournament final 
is next Saturday. To the NBA, just five games on the Saturday schedule. The feature matchup in L.A. and the Lakers have retaken the lead against the Nuggets 106-105 with about five minutes to go. LeBron James, 22 points and nine assists. He's over 40,000 career points now, facing a Denver team that's won five in a row, by the way. Grizzlies and Blazers now tied at 95 in the final seconds of regulation. Portland had lost nine straight until last night when they won at Memphis. Tonight's late game is at Phoenix early third quarter. Rockets leading the Suns 54-44. Home wins for Brooklyn and Miami today. In the NHL, Nashville won its eighth game in a row, 5-1 over Colorado. At Buffalo, Sabres beat Vegas 7-2. Islanders have defeated Boston 5-1. The San Francisco 49ers are promoting Nick Sorensen to defensive coordinator and hiring Brandon Staley, likely as assistant head coach, according to reports. And The Athletic says the Broncos are due to cut quarterback Russell Wilson by next week. At the NFL Combine in Indy, wide receiver Xavier Worthy of Texas ran a 40-yard dash in 4.21 seconds, the best in at least 20 years there. NASCAR's on Fox TV again tomorrow from Las Vegas, 3.30 p.m. Eastern time. Today's Xfinity race went to John. Hunter Nemechek. In Major League Soccer, Miami won 5-0 over Orlando. Lionel Messi, two second-half goals. Then at spring training, Texas a 14-3 winner against the White Sox. It was 14-0 in the sixth inning. Rangers prospect Wyatt Langford, three for four, five RBIs, including two homers. The win to John Gray. Back to you. Thanks, Steve. Martin and VJ coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. VJ, I have a, a slightly personal question to ask you. What's up? How would you describe your wife? How would I describe my wife? Uh, man, pain <laughs> in my ass. No, uh, <laughs> um, the the mother of Journey and Cameron. The mother of Journey and Cameron. Yeah, the mother of Jer- Journey and Cameron. Now she's a she's a she's a dope lady. She's a very good hearted. Uh, she's a very good hearted human being. She's a dope lady. Aww. The reason I ask is because I was wondering if you were going to say normal. That is how Shohei Otani described his wife <laughs> oh, God. as a normal oh, God. Japanese woman. Yeah. And what is something I feel like was more than likely uh, lost in translation, right? Like the way I know it, what he meant. Well, the way that it was probably other than, you know, not a star or so on. But it is kind of fascinating how Shohei Otani is able to, I mean, just it, you can't blink twice in this city of Los Angeles where we both reside and not see something about either uh, Otani or Yamamoto as the Dodgers are in spring training right now. Because yeah. this is, is foremost a Dodgers city, right? When the Dodgers are playing, people in L.A. care, more, I think, just about up there with the Lakers in a way that is you rarely see now in American cities how much the baseball team has a chokehold across the city. And this guy lives in relative anonymity. Like, we don't know anything about him. Yeah, the Doyers. You better not talk about the Doyers in L.A., my friend. Now, listen, this is let me tell you all what this is. The whole normal wife thing, this is Los Angeles, guys, okay? You may look at, the average American may look at Shohei Itani and be like, okay, yeah, he's, he's a Japanese baseball player. He's not cute. Or the ladies may be like, he's not cute. He's not good. Look. Yeah, that's that's y'all. You know what he is, though? He's half a billion rich, okay? That's what he is. And in this city, in this town, you, there's no more uh, paper chasers, okay, than in any other city in the world than Los Angeles, and this normal wife thing, see, the play of pimpering means, see, I read through that right there. What he's telling all you IG girls, all y'all thoughts out there, all y'all, all y'all, all y'all athlete chasers, 
I I have a normal woman. She's not on the internet. She's not posting herself. She's not on OnlyFans. She's not doing anything. I have I'm married, and I got me a normal chick. That's telling all them them internet girl go please leave me alone. Don't get me in no trouble. Trying to focus with the Doyers. And I got this big money on this contract now. That's what the whole lost in translate. No, when they said normal wife, I said, yeah, he telling, and nah, he telling all the all the all the enhanced women out there. Listen, I'm not. Listen, <laughs> leave me alone. Leave the enhanced women. Leave me alone. I'm married, and I, I'm married to a normal Japanese <laughs> woman. Like they over there taking PEDs or something. Yeah, hey, hey, that's what it looked like sometimes. But that that's what this is about. He's shutting the door. Now the 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 other question I asked was, was this him? Was this his handlers or was this miss? Was this Mrs. Otani? Was Mrs. Otani like, hey, let me explain something to you. Don't make me look stupid out here. <laughs> don't make don't make me look stupid out here, Shohei. You understand me? Go pitch and swing your bat and run your bases and do what you're supposed to do. But don't 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 play with me, boy. You better put it out there and let you better put it out there and let Tata Delicious 3678 know. Okay, you better let Candy Apple 32 know. All right, this ain't the this ain't not over here. You better go find you another doyer. You better leave this one alone. He posted on his Instagram, said, <laughs> "Not only have I began a new chapter in my career with the Dodgers, but I also began a new life with someone from my native com- country of Japan, who is very special to me, and I wanted everyone to know I am now married." I wanted every yeah. And look, and look, and 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 in a true Shohei Otani fashion, he didn't post a picture of his wedding. This is a this is a straight notes app post. Yep. <laughs> like this is a notes app post yeah. written in Japanese that had to then be translated. Yeah. I love it. I, hey, he letting y'all know. So, ladies, leave him alone. He's a wholesome man. He's a family man. He's a married man. Happily, he's a husband. Ba- ba- are you little? Are you home wreckers? Back away. Okay, I want to see this guy perform, and we don't need none of y'all messing up the goods. I want to see how good this Dodger team could be this year, and I need him to be focused, not focused on all of y'all. Focus on what he's supposed to be focused on. I love this. Was comedy to me right here, bro. He, he telling the world. Look, come on, read it again. If you, if you still got it up, just <clears throat> listen to you. Read it again, Martin. Not only have I began a new chapter in my career with the Dodgers, but I also have began a new life with someone from my native country of Japan, who's very special to me. And I want everyone to know I am now married. <laughs> I am excited. How, that's what they do it though. Listen, like I'm, in Asian countries. I'm excited for what is to come, and thank you for your support. I, I'm and Mary. Guess what? I'm with you. But trust me. The dog whistle undertones there is, hey, hey, back off. Leave me alone. It's too many of y'all. That's what, that's, hey, that's what Darrell Yasiel Puig out here. Yasiel Puig was at the Playboy Mansion when he was supposed to be in a game. Well, what do you expect? You bring a defected player up here from Dominica? He never seen this. He never seen this before. To your point, The Athletic reported that uh, he, he did go public to avoid future distractions. Listen, man, let me tell y'all something. This sports world... My nephew played for the Lakers. I would go to the games, okay, and go and you get your family pass, and you could go stand by the tunnel. Real talk, they'd be lined against the wall, like 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 they're standing in line for free gum and cheese. They're lined against the wall. Free gum and cheese. Government cheese. Government. Oh, government cheese. No, no, no government. Government. It's not um, government. That's from the I government. G U B M E T. For Wrigley's. Like, nah, what? nah. Government. The government cheese. Standing in line for the free government cheese. I need some double mint. Nah. They're lined. They're lined the wall. They're waiting for the players to walk out. They're waiting to catch one. Shohei' wife was like, "Oh no, no, no. You go tell them 
and shows. I just love the way that's written. And she's very special to me. Who like who talk like who does that, right? Well, that's who, how they do it, though. But, no, but I get that. But trust me, he in America now. He ain't in Japan. He ain't in Japan no more. Even like K-pop artists, like they'll he, he, he's like when in they Los get Angeles. married, they'll they'll like do their like notes out. When you turn twenty one, you're old enough to really party with some grown ups. We're gonna take you out. We're gonna take you out and let you see. You just said yourself. That's why I don't like the club. We're gonna take you to some of the hot clubs in LA and let you and let you see because okay. it's on display. I'm okay. Take you down to the standard on the rooftop and let you walk around at one o'clock in the morning I'm and okay. see what's popping. All right, to that point, I don't think this place exists anymore on Hollywood Boulevard. But I went to Playhouse one of my first months moving out here was talking to a girl and you know whatever had a conversation nothing came of it you know and i'm walking out and i see uh buster rhymes is talking to the girl that i was talking to hey she was later on and i was like well she's moving through the crowd i can't uh you know my your net worth could buy my apartment yeah, building. I, you can't even be mad block. though. I wasn't mad. Yeah, about, I wasn't that's mad. An at upgrade. All. I ain't gonna lie. I just said this is this is not the place for me. You know, I need to go somewhere where I'm not running if into anything, Buster Rhymes or that, Evan Turner it just in the says club. That you and Buster Rhymes got like the same kind of y'all got the same type. When I first moved out here, I was working at Grommet's Chinese Movie Theater where they do the the movie stars do the handprint and feet print and the cement. I was doing security black tie there, so that's where a lot of the premieres were. So you being that you work there, they bring in other security teams too, but you're already there, so you have to work that night. Premieres of the premieres. And then we get access to the after party. So where the after party is, we get a ticket because we did a security and we go. You go into I've been to twenty or thirty of those parties, guys. They they move through the room. They're just whoever girl because I'm there and I'm I'm in a black suit. So of course girls gonna say something to me. But once they realize that I'm I'm not with Will Smith. I just was standing next to him at the ATL premiere because he produced the movie with Jada Pickett and T.I. And, and all the black hip-hop stars showed up that night. Once they realized, oh, he was just, a, yeah, he was just standing. Yeah, I was just standing next to him, sweetheart. I'm not with Will Smith, but thank you. I'm kind of, they just move on to the next one. You got any more tickets? You know, turning 21? Shohei, Shohei, I, I still got a hookup for you. I got you. Yeah. Shohei is still, Shohei did the right thing here, but the comical part of it, the comedy in me, that defines like, yeah, bro. Uh, this is uh <laughs> coming up next. It's an oldie but goodie, Uncle VJ's corner with a twist this time. Martin and VJ Fox Sports Radio. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moon roof you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. 
With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Yes, sir. Oh, damn, that felt good. I haven't heard that in so long. We haven't done this segment, man. But let's bring it back and with a little twist, as Martin told y'all before we went to commercial break. So uh, Patrick likes to play who you got. I'm going to play. I'm going to call mine. Who am I? You know what I'm saying? Beanie Mon. Who am I? The girl's dumb sugar. All right. So let's start off with my guy. The theme is basketball, being that basketball has my attention right now. The theme is basketball. All right? So we're going basketball. I am a three-time NBA champ from Oregon State. That's your first clue. You guys want to guess off of that, or do you want another clue on top of that? I can't even think of a player in the NBA from Oregon State right that now. Me neither. That lets you know, how good, that lets me know how good this is. And I wrote this last week, so uh, I guess it's just divine intervention. Patrick, I'm trying to up you on the Southern Miss thing. Ooh. All right, the second clue would be I am a career 50% field goal shooter. Okay. And also a three-time champion from Oregon State. I'll give you guys another one. I made the all-defensive team also. I'm an all-defensive player first Team. So this guy, he's a big guy. It's a big man. Uh, actually, no. So he's not. Guard. He's not a. He's not a big man. Okay. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not capping. He's not a big man. Okay. So three time champ from Oregon State. Oh, I know who it is. Fifty percent. I have. I have a feeling. I know. Who okay. Fifty percent field goals. Made the all defensive first team. I played in over twelve hundred NBA games. And I once played in every game for ten straight years. Okay. Now I, I know I know who it is. Patrick. I know that last one. That last one probably. I'm gonna let Patrick because I, I got a feeling you do know who it is. Uh, once, yep. All right, I, give I me give it. me an era. Give me an era here. Give you an era. Give me like what? Where, where, where was this? Uh, where was this player? He in? won. He was on the All Defensive First Team in '88, '89. I'll say this. Maybe this will help you out. He uh-huh. played in the NBA in Michael Jordan's era. Is that fair to say? Yes. Oh boy, that's in an era where I'm 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 only in the 2000s plus. I was born I, I got in 95. You, but this one, this one this is, is gonna be close, rough on me. This one's close to you, homeboy. So you let, let your brain roll. This so one's close to it's you. A, so he's a Laker. Ah. Ooh. Is it? Wait. So it's not. A, it's a guard. Oh. Oh. Is it Byron Scott? Nope. No. no. <laughs> I got a feeling Martin knows what it is. I'll give you another one. All right, Martin, go for it. He starred for an NBA team uh-huh. that no longer exists. Oh, my. Right, BJ? Hold on. That, that, <laughs> I'm, going, I'm, going to look, I'm going to look right now. That is not true. It's not true. Not true. That is not true. <laughs> oh, maybe I got the wrong guy then. Yeah. Okay. My guy, I you thought you had it. I Marty, thought you had it. No, you, you, got the, you do have the wrong guy, and I thought you had it. You do have the wrong guy. I thought it was Gary Payton. No. He doesn't have three championships. Oh, he doesn't. Oh, he's got to be a late But he did go to Oregon State. He did go to Oregon State. He was Pac-10 player of the year at Oregon State at one point. 
Dang. Hmm. Now I thought I had it. So former... If I give you this last one, you guys will get it. Go for well, you know. I'll give you no. One. I want you guys to give another. I'll give, give one another, more. Give, I'll give, give one another more. guess. Another one. <laughs> another one. Is it Big Game James? Oh, Big Man. No. All right. I'll give y'all this one. It's Mr. AC Green. Oh, come on. And the last, the last, the last hint I would have given you guys that you would have guessed it is he holds the record for 1,192 straight NBA games consecutively played. He owns the Cal Ripken record of the NBA. Mr. Jerry Curl himself, oh, who yeah. was an admitted 30 plus year old virgin. I was about to say that's. The- I would have gave that had that written down too, but I was gonna leave that one for last. Because if I gave you that, then you definitely uh, would uh would have had. That's the number one thing I think of when I think of AC Green. Yeah, and like power forward. Y'all want another quick one? This is for this. This is actually for you, Martin. This Do is it. this is good. All right, I'm a two time Big East Coach of the Year. This is this is football. I'm a two time Big East Coach of the Year. I once coached the national champion to a forty percent win season. That's it? That's all you got? No, that's the first two I'll give you. Rich Rodriguez? <laughs> hey! <laughs> the fighting Rich Rod. Hey, Jacksonville State's going to win the CUSA this year. Mark my word. <laughs> the other ones I have here also, too, is that uh, he uh, he has no years in the pre-AP poll ranking in his Three year record his three year record at a national champion was three and nine, five and seven, seven and six. And I tell you what, that was just if a they had the given him the defensive coordinator, stop. You should be ashamed of yourself. That would have skyrocketed. You should have been ashamed of yourself. And hey, back to Toledo, real all the way back to the beginning of the show, talking about Toledo. When you're talking about I don't watch a lot of Toledo. I, I want to there. tell you, yeah, I was about to say, yeah. I you don't have great Toledo memories. So I I I wouldn't watch Toledo if I were you either. I was at that game. Me, not only was I at that game, the Michigan lost in the big house. First time they ever lost to a Mac school in the big house. Phil goal. Not only was I there, my dad and my sister were there. Oh, I remember wow. my sister looking like a family day. This team sucks. That's uh, yeah, and they did. She your, your she sister, was, you know what? I like her. She was absolutely like right. The University <laughs> of Michigan has uh they at that point in time had seen better days. You know this the five years I was at the University of Michigan is the worst five years of Michigan football history by every single metric. That's and I'm glad you know what? And that's see, that's growth. I'm gonna tip my cap to you right there. That's growth. That's why you that you bang on your own school the way you do is because of your experience there. And I get it. Coming up next on Fox Sports Saturday, Aaron Torres, Jason Martin. This is Martin Weiss and VJ Huskies. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. 
I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. 